Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Project Veritas has just released a massive story. Pfizer director, uh, I want to make sure I get his title actually uh, correct. Pfizer director of research and development, strategic operations, mRNA scientific planner, on camera saying that they're exploring mutating COVID for profit. Hey, if they want to sell vaccines, why don't they mutate the virus themselves by putting it in monkeys and spreading it around so that they can then make vaccines preemptively sell them? He goes on to say a bunch of other things. This director is actually saying on camera that he believes COVID came from the Wuhan lab because they were doing, let's just call it mutating the virus, and then it may have gotten out. And he says it's one of the things they fear. But hey, don't tell anyone, he says. This is actually pretty crazy because the story is crazy. The story is crazier than this. Uh, my understanding of the story is that when James O'Keefe and his crew confronted this man after they had recorded him, this man became violent, so I'm told, and had to be restrained after attacking the cameraman. Now, I don't know the full details about what happened, but this is actually a pretty crazy story, so we got to talk about that. And then, of course, we got tons of political stuff. Kevin McCarthy finally announced he's kicking off Schiff and Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee. They're pissed off about this, but this is huge because these are, these are guys, these are not good guys. Swalwell, of course, is kicked off due to his association with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. Now, Matt Gates pushed back on that a little bit, saying eh, maybe it's a little too much because that was a long time ago. But Adam Schiff, he lied to the American people over and over again about evidence that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. That's just not true. So we'll get into that. Plus, we got the U.S. sending a bunch of tanks to Ukraine, joining Germany and I believe France. And so uh, maybe it was right of the doomsday clock scientists to crank that clock forward. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Click that join us button, become a member, support our work directly, and you will get access to the uncensored members only show we will have up for you tonight. We had a great show last night. We had a great show on on Monday with Steven Crowder. We have a huge library of content. Check it out at TimCast.com. As a member, you're supporting our work directly so we can do this show, but a bunch of other cultural endeavors like the coffee shop, skate shop, game shop, hangout club thing that we're building. And we want to set up a bunch of these all over the country to create physical spaces where people can hang out and just share ideas, live, etc. But you'll also notice over at TimCast.com, there's a new ad. Normally, we're just advertising tales from the inverted world. But now you can see your TimCast IRL with Luke Rydkowski, Alex Jones, Alex Stein, Blair White, Michael Malice, Austin, Texas, April 14th. Get your tickets now at TimCast.com. It's at the Vulcan Theater. There's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to do the show live on stage with a stu- with, with a, with, I shouldn't say studio, with, with a live audience. It's going to be a lot of fun, and of course, you can see that uh, those are the guests that we're going to have there, and we're going to be doing the show from Austin that whole week. I'm really excited, so uh, thanks to everybody who supports us making all this stuff possible, and then we plan on doing this. You know, really, I'd love to do it once a month, but it's very, very difficult to do, so maybe once every quarter, we might go out and do a live show somewhere in some city on stage, and that's uh, thanks to you and all of your support. As members, we're able to invest the money to, to start setting up these live events. So go to TimCast.com, become a member, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. We got the whole Hotep crew joining us tonight. We got Hotep Jesus back. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, man? Feels good to be back. Uh, good to have you. What are you doing? Who, who are you? What do you do? Um, well, you know, in my off time, I knit Tim Pool beanies. 
<laughs> well, you haven't sent me one. I got you. Next time I'll come back. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm trying good. to find the perfect one. Because last time I brought you a bean, didn't wear it. And I'm like, okay, I didn't do the right one. I didn't do the right thing on that one. We're going to get you the right fit. We, we, we're working on it. We're working on getting beanies. It's tough. Are you? Yeah, because there's, there's so many different kinds, kinds of different materials. Mm. And we got to make sure they're, they're done right. And most yeah. of these private label companies don't do them. So we mm. have to have like specific design. It's, it's a weird process. Mm. Yeah. You got to do them silk. Silk beanie, that's S- right. gotta get some silk Oof. beans. I got nigga. I mean, I'm sorry, black hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you call this to me? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but it feels good to be here, man. Yeah, Hotep well, what, Nation. What, yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you guys do? I'm here with Cannon Hotep, Uncle Hotep, and uh, we just released the Grifties. The yeah. Grifties, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this. Well, it, I'm sorry, we didn't release it. It's coming. It's tomorrow. coming. Tomorrow, right. youtube.com slash Nation. And this is our premiere award show. It's the third annual. And basically, we reward the grifters. We recognize them for uh, their great work or lack of. And <laughs> <laughs> all the grifters are doing. Yeah, but it's, it's a fun time. Uh, Tim, IRL. You guys are sponsoring that. We appreciate you. I, I feel like I need a sound button in. <laughs> when I said that, it pulls down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a good idea. We talked about it on the show. Yeah, we were like, we gotta, we gotta. It's it's about the cultural endeavors. It's about doing something that can create a community that can get people involved. Yeah, create something longstanding. Maybe in 20 years it'll be the 20th annual or 23rd annual. You know, Grifties, and everyone's gonna. You know, there's gonna be some kid who's born tomorrow. Who's going to be twenty three? Being like, "Yo, we're going to the Grifties. We got tickets." That's going to be old hotel. Jesus, like, "Hey, for coming, kids." That's going to be cool, right? Absolutely. Well, hopefully, you know, by then, I done, you know, sold off my shares and I can chill somewhere in Texas. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, that's the dream. We want to do. Uh, we want to do one in person. We talked about that. I don't think the time was right. We need you need a lot of time to plan something like that. You do. You know? It's hard. That's why I was yeah. saying like the, the event that we're planning is it's expensive and difficult to do. Yeah, but you know, it, time. You yeah. know, it's not really about the money. It's about the time because there's a lot of planning and details that you right. don't want to miss, and you want to make it memorable when you do your first one. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully 2024 we'll have one live in person. But right now it's all digital. We have an all star cast on there. Uh, Chrissy May is on there. Right on. Spoiler. Um, Alex Stein. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, so we went out and got the best of the best. Sonny Johnson. Uh, we went out and got the best of the best talent. Every year we go out and get great talent. We had last year we had Jason Whitlock. That was cool. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, you know, just something fun, man. Enlighten the mood. Every time you talk on politics, it's like sometimes it's just too too much tension, yeah. right? And it's just angst. And it's like, no, let's have fun. Let's let's crack jokes and yeah. Right on, man. And you got Cannon Hotep? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Salute. Cannon Hotep from Hotep Nation. Uh, political commentator, social commentator, and resident 2A expert for Hotep Nation. Uh, they usually consult me when they want to know anything, when it, anything regarding anything with guns or uh, laws, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Right on. I dig it. We got Uncle Hotep, oh, Uncle Hotep chilling in the back. Yeah. How's it going, man? <laughs> so... His medication didn't kick in yet. We're going to get no, him. No, he's all right. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, well, let's get in. We also got Hannah Claire Brimlow. She's hanging out. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. We got Phil Labonte taking, it, taking the seat for Ian. What's up, everybody? Uh, I am Phil from uh, the heavy metal band All That Remains, and I have a terrible time keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> Ian is uh, currently on a mission to save Bocus, Mr. Bocus, our cat. Okay. Mr. Bocus got... Kidney failure, advanced mm-hmm. kidney failure, because mm-hmm. his kidneys are underdeveloped, and he's got a, a messed up heart, so he can't get a kidney transplant, but he's getting experimental cat stem cell therapy. 
Mm. But because he's in such bad shape, we're finding out now that he didn't have enough fat. So they've got it. It's going to take him a long time to culture the stem cells. So it's going to take longer than we thought. But uh, Ian might actually be back, be back early because of that. But for the time being, you know, Phil's filling his seat. There you I'm go, here. man. I'm here helping out. We got Surge pressing the buttons. Yo, what's up, everybody? At Surge.com. It's going to be a fun episode. We got some big news to start off with. So. Let's jump into this story right away. We got this from Timcast.com. Project Veritas releases video of Pfizer exec discussing mutating COVID-19 with directed evolution. The reason for wanting to mutate the virus, Walker told an undercover journalist, is so that the company can stay ahead of the game and continue to profit from the vaccines. Quote, one of the things we are exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we could create preemptively develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating effing viruses, Walker said. Walker continued, from what I've heard, is the Pfizer scientists are optimizing COVID mutation process, but they're going slow because everyone is very cautious. Obviously, they don't want to accelerate it too much. I think they are also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you are figuring out future mutations. I'm just going to pause right there. In the video with, with uh, this, this Pfizer, this is the director of strategic I mean, I'm director of research and development, strategic operations. He says, no, 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 it's not gain of function research. You're not allowed to do gain of function research. It's directed evolution to explore advanced, you know, evolving this virus. Mm -hmm. This is crazy stuff. He goes on to say, well, he's got a bunch of quotes here. Let me see if I can search for this and see if they've uh, uh, put the quote here on Wuhan. He says, quote, you have to be very controlled to make sure that this virus, COVID, that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes everywhere, which I suspect is the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. It's bullish. This is, to stress, Jordan Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, saying he believes COVID originated in a Wuhan lab due to directed evolution mutation research, as he calls it. The crazy thing is, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't have the sources here to, to, to back all this up. It's just what I'm hearing, that we're going to be getting more information from the Veritas team when they confronted this guy and said, we have you on camera. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Admitting to these things, he then physically attacked the Project Veritas crew. Security had to intervene and subdue him. And the police actually got involved and asked if they wanted to press charges. Veritas said no. I don't know the full details on that. And I will just say that is alleged for now. But I can't wait I, to see that video. I don't think veritas is the kind of crew or the kind of group who's going to say something unless they have it on camera especially considering the smears that are out against them so take that one you know hold it back for a little bit but that is crazy to hear so whenever i i, I so here's what happens james does these the undercover journalists will will interview somebody get them to talk about it this guy candidly says don't tell anybody here's what we're doing they then get the footage James O'Keefe then confronts them. He says, we have you on camera saying these things. He does it all the time. We've seen it all the time. So when I'm hearing that they got attacked, sounds believable to me. 
Mm. You know, I really want them to uh, test this on turtles and then name the turtles Michelangelo. Nutella yeah. <laughs> 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 reference, yeah. <laughs> I'd be mean to the turtles, though, man. It would be. Well, I mean. If they had a mutagen that would make the turtles large humanoid sentient ninjas, I'd be like, okay, well, maybe that's not a bad thing. We, the turtles might enjoy that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, they could, they could be crime fighters. You never know. No, nah, but the crazy thing is they're doing it on monkeys. This guy talks about yeah. how he's like, basically, you, you give the monkey the virus, and then you isolate the, the more virulent strain, and then you keep forcing it. And, and it's crazy and you can direct the evolution and make it do these things yo it sounds like gain of function research yeah I was getting ready to say it I'm like you say it's not gain of function but then go on to describe gain of function <laughs> yeah it's right. exactly what he did it's like saying my wife going oh I don't go to Target I go to Target <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the exactly same thing what he did yeah, exactly. it's like what Fauci did <laughs> yeah. when Fauci was in the hearing with Rand Paul mm -hmm. and Rand Paul's like I have here a document saying you did gain of function research and Fauci's like we didn't do gain of function research which of course is evolving a virus we just altered a virus by having it change over time and it's like okay dude you know what man <laughs> you've got such but, a great Fauci in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's, it's meant to be like derisively over the top it but, sounds safe though no. What, what does? Yeah, you Gain just, of function? Yeah, you just take the virus and you just mutate it and mutate. That sounds really safe. That's how Ebola was started, bro. Was it? Yeah, it, it, could, it, couldn't, it couldn't affect humans. Oh. And then it got, it got taught to. Really? Yeah. Is that, I don't, I've, I've never heard that. Is that true? Yeah, that's, I had looked it up. That's a hotep take right yeah. there. That's exclusive. Yeah, right. That sounds like non mainstream knowledge, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's non mainstream knowledge. I'll say it like that. He's loyal like, to the full. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to get media matters writing up crazy conspiracy oh, theories. They're going to write those I don't know, things I, I, anyways. I, yeah. Don't worry about it. They're going to write Last night, no, I mean, Tim Pool had on conspiracy theorist Canon Hotep. Yes! Well, you know, they're going to. They're going to come out and say all this Veritas stuff is fake. Oh, of course. They're going to say this guy is just making things up. Yeah. And that's the craziest thing. I mean, maybe, but like, let's entertain that. Like, why would this guy sitting down to dinner with some dude, presumably on a date, why would he come out and be like, hey, here's all the dirty stuff we're doing? Yeah. Because he's impressive. Maybe. You, I guess he felt like he was impressing the person that he's he's out all with. of the body language is him like sitting forward and being like oh my gosh so fun like well, look this at this is, cool you thing that I have on the date that could be why he attacked no, that, him because yeah. he felt like he, he oh. betrayed him if they were on a date and it's like and he comes up it's, he's he it could be i don't know i don't know man i like, thought you loved me <laughs> I, I like you know no i think it could be i think if they assuming that the attack story is is correct i'm waiting for the, the confirmation it's because this guy basically is admitting to like yeah global level international incident mm -hmm. malfeasance mm. but we we you know well and we can't find his linkedin page already so i don't know i don't want to pretend like i did a lot see. of work trying to find it right but like it's not obvious he's obviously clearly proud of like what position he's in he's willing to talk about it pretty openly like i'm surprised that it's not more obvious who this person is unless pfizer is going to be like oh we terminated that person yeah. several weeks ago because i mean we, was he was talking so matter-of-factly about it like he it was just yeah. it was just rolling off the tongue mm -hmm. we you know? Uh, we wrote this sketch for James. We we haven't we haven't done, and I don't know if we ever will. So I'll just tell people what the sketch was that we wrote for for Project Veritas, and it's that one of the employees at Timcast keeps seeing in the corner of his eye like James O'Keefe, like filming him from a distance and like lurking around, and he's getting all paranoid, like James O'Keefe is filming me, man, and we're like, dude, James O'Keefe is not filming you, and then like one day he sees James like in the woods, just like staring at him, and then runs off, and then finally at the end of of the bit. 
He's like, guys, I'm really sorry I got so paranoid and thought James O'Keefe was filming me. <laughs> Obviously, he's not out to get me. And we're like, thank you. Oh, uh, and then we're like, so what are, you, what are you doing tonight? And he goes, oh, I got a date. And then James O'Keefe walks up in a wig. And then, and then the guy goes, come here, baby. Let me tell you about some corporate malfeasance I'm involved in. And then he walks away. But like the, the point of the joke is, all of these people, like basically what, what Veritas has been very successful at is, they go on Tinder dates. They mm. go on Tinder in a certain area and they see like, they keep swiping until they find Pfizer executive or whatever. But then these guys are on dates with these young women. And they're like, let me tell you about the illegal things I'm doing. And it's just, are they impressing women by saying this? Like, I can't declare, uh, would you be impressed if a guy came to you and said, let me tell you about all the illegal things I'm involved in? Um, I think people would, I wouldn't personally be impressed, but I think people will say stuff like that to be like, look, I'm not just like someone who works in the office. Like I have in information, I have decision-making power. Like it's a posturing, right? It's like the- I think I would keep them talking. I think I would want to know what they're doing, but like, it's not that I would be like, well, let's have a second date. Yeah, that's a bad look. That's it's, a bad look. Yeah. You, you know, I couldn't imagine any woman being attracted to the man after he just snitched on the company. That cuts <laughs> it reminds me of like guys who are like, oh, I have this kind of car or like whatever else. Like unless she's also interested what in cars. What is this worse? Demonstrating you know I mean? value? Well, there's no loyalty there, right? Yeah. So like this is the first impression. You're on a date with a girl and it's like, I don't even have loyalty to the people that cut my checks. I'm going to tell you their deepest, darkest dirt. Yeah. So if I'm a chick, I'm like, well, what are you going to do with the information I tell you, yeah. right? Like, true, it, it, that's got to dry the yoni up. But also, look at the guys and the women that they take out that tell this stuff. They don't look like they had much of a social life in that's school. That's true. Yeah. And then you get somebody that looks like an 8 or a 10. Mm. You don't really got much exciting that's going the, that's on. That's the first but, time well, I've seen have, so you, have you guys seen that meme where it's like the, the, the access, axis of, like, women? And it's it's the hot, hot, oh, uh, the crazy, hot crazy matrix. matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody took it because... All the, the crazy zero but super hot was it said unicorn. Someone took that and changed unicorn to James O'Keefe. Like, <laughs> guys, if you are a frumpy dude of moderate means and the hottest chick in the world is asking you about corporate malfeasance at your company, is James O'Keefe. <laughs> Come on. It's just what it is. You're being set up in some sort of fashion. <laughs> You know? I mean, if you're like rich or something, or you're like a tall model guy who's all chiseled, you understand like, you know, why this chick's into you. But yeah, these these guys they fall for it every single time. Well, and they like talking about it. That's my point. Like, if there's a girl, and maybe you're like a little social awkward, you don't know what to talk about on this date, and she keeps being like, "So tell me more about your job." Oh my gosh, you can do that. You can release the yeah. mRNA vaccine or whatever. Some kind of spidey like, should be going like, off. Oh well, yeah, I'll I mean, tell you whatever you want. Yeah, but to be fair, like. When someone is on a date, when you're talking about yourself, like that, you're trying to put on the best, you know, be as impressive as you can be. And you don't, obviously, they don't want to seem over the top, but they also want to seem interesting enough to have earned a second date. And if you're, you know, if you, if you are like kind of a homebody or a dude that's like, you know, kind of a nerd dude or whatever, or, or a bookish kind of person, you're out on a date, you get that, this is your chance to go ahead and show off and stunt and actually be in a position where you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You're going to grab that and you're going to be like, let me ride this all the but, way but, into sex she, town. You know? Especially if she keeps asking you. That's the one yeah, thing this girl right. wants to but talk the, about. The, the, this is the number one mistake men make on dates with women. 
they talk about themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do we know right. about women? Women love talking about themselves. Yeah. If you let a woman talk about herself all night, at the end of the night, she's going to be like, oh, you're a really nice guy. I'm like, no, nah, I just let you talk. I just <laughs> wanted to talk. You have no idea. You didn't ask me any questions <laughs> no, at all. Yeah, I didn't say like, She'll never ask you any yeah. questions. It'll be at the end of the day, oh, okay, so tell me about you. It's just like, yeah, two hours in the past <laughs> dinner and whatnot, right? <laughs> you just like, check, please. But then yeah. they call their friends and they're like, he's such a good listener. Yep. He's so right. nice. And, and that's, that's, that's what you want to go for. Mm-hmm. That just happens to be my strength. I'm a really, really good listener. So, you know, that's what girls would say. Oh, you're such a really good listener. I'm like, yeah, that is, you know. But I think guys can learn from that. Like, you don't have to go on a date. If she's on a date with you, she has some level of respect. You've won some, some you know, level of uh, trust, I guess you can say. Unless you look like Chris Farley and she looks like Cindy Lauper. Then it's James O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah, then it's James O'Keefe. You're you getting set up by somebody. <laughs> Somebody's definitely set up. Because you- to your point, uh, like if she's constantly asking you about your job and you know your job is some kind of like you got some clearance or something like that. Yeah. You or should she- be really wary about why she keeps asking about Especially yeah. considering the topic too. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're in that business or if you're around that kind of stuff, and you know, like, it's like. Presumably you're not like taking her to your office on like a second date, right? Like. Right. Theoretically, there'd be some other conversation like, so do you like movies? Like, if the only well, well, thing they want to talk about we, is the Pfizer vaccine, but, but, I mean. But, but here's the thing. We got to know the batting average. I want to see the exactly. girls he sends out and see what is their batting average. Like, is it one out of ten guys that fall for it? I you imagine know, one the out girls of four? that he sends out are top secret. Like, that is like. The, yeah, but the what is their batting average, no, 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 right? Like, right, right, success right. rate with I, getting somebody to snitch. I doubt he's sending out tens. You know, like model-looking women yeah. with thousands of... It, they're, they're probably, like, moderately attractive women, so these guys are excited. But then you make a good point. How many times has James O'Keefe sent out a crew yeah. and they come back with nothing? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to know. I want to know a lot. success rate. I bet a lot. Yeah, it might be a numbers game, right? Like, oh, one yeah. of these dupes. There's 10 guys working Pfizer. One of these dupes going to... There know. was a, one of the Twitter guys. We talked about this. I felt bad because he, like... He was complaining about, I think it was one of Twitter guys, complaining about malfeasance at Twitter, saying they, they do these things, they're bad, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so he wasn't really a bad guy. He should call it out. But then it's like, imagine you're this dude and you're on a date and this girl's opening up to you. She's asking you about your interests. She's kind of attractive. You're like, man, this is, this is I, feel, I feel cared about. This is so great. And then like a day later, she's like, bro, I'm just secretly recording you to expose your company. I have no interest. Anytime. That's like, like, that's like the scene from Indiana Jones where he does the Kali Man, rips the heart out, and just, <laughs> and you're like, oh, 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 I that's, feel bad for these guys. That's got to be devastating. Because <laughs> yeah, my red flag in this video, the minute he said gain a function, I'd have been like, yeah, how do you right. know what that means? How do you know what that like, Where'd that come from? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, this guy Check, listens please. to Alex Jones. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was an, I, and, and you'd think like these, these guys would be on guard. And the first thing they do at a dinner date or whatever is like, so do you listen to Alex Jones? They're like, yeah, all right, later. It's like, I'm, you're James O'Keefe. Where is he? He's in no, there No, but somewhere. I'm telling you, it's like, so they can seem cool, right? Like they're bragging about the job and all this information they have and you seem interested. So it's like, oh, well, I can tell you this kind of insider thing. Like mm. that's not like totally implausible in dating, right? Everyone, like it's you said, not, like yeah. wants yeah. to seem like them their best selves on a first date. But like if you suddenly feel like you are wielding power and this person is impressed with it, like you're more likely to try and show off. And in yeah. this case, like, yeah, cause they're not, they're not going to be a, a date. Like, Hey, look, look, 
I'm a level 10 wizard in my Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you play your cards right, I'll let you come to the game. No, 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 no. I bet. <laughs> this is what I want to see. James, Project Veritas. I know you guys have a lot of donors who give you money on, on ideological grounds, like expose the bad guys. But you know there's the Veritas B-sides where it's like sitting down with, an, with, a, with a big pharma executive, works for like, you know, Eli Lilly. And the, and the chick's like, so like, what do you, got, what do, you do at work? I don't know stuff. I'm a level 10 rogue, by the way. Me and my buddies, you know, we're going to do D&D tonight. Yeah. Well, like, what do you do at work? You know, I don't know. Collate papers, but hey, check it out. I, I got this character. I would love to watch that. You're talking about you're talking about Project Veritas Garage Days re-revisited. No, I want to know what girl was like so committed to figuring this out that she's like, I'm going to figure out what, how this game works. Tell me Yo, how the cards get laid on the table. I got it. We need either Freedom Tunes, we need like Ryan Long. We got the skit. The skit is a Veritas journalist is doing an undercover sting on a big tech executive, but they actually fall in love. And then the big tech guy is like, if they find out I'm dating a Veritas journalist, I'll be fired. And she's like, if Veritas finds out I've fallen in love with you, I'll be fired. And they, they run away and elope together. They'll be like, Romeo and Juliet. Someone <laughs> call Hallmark right now. That's their next big you know, I, I just want to say, like, we're supposed to be talking about this very serious, like, expose. <laughs> this is very serious. We're dissecting, you know, how to catch these guys, right? This is important. Fair, so, for point, example, so, for example, do these girls have previous experience when they apply for this job or is... James training them. And what does the training program look like? <laughs> so it's like secret I mean, someone, spy program? Someone super chatted, they train them. They that train they, them? Yeah, these, these you know, young women get trained on how to get people to talk about these things. Yeah. How did how do you like what is this test? Does it look like Men in Black the movie where like you're trying to have them you know take a test? Like did you see three, four, five on the screen? Or you know I gotta be honest, it's not that easy to get people to talk about this stuff. Mm. You, you you sit down for dinner and you say thanks for meeting, how are you? You warm up a little bit and you say so what do you what do you do for work? And oh I work for uh, Twitter and they be like oh cool what's that like? You let them talk. You ask like I, I was seeing something in the news about like Congress or something. I didn't really follow it and they'll be like oh yeah there was like bias against conservatives and then you go oh is that true? Like, are they doing that? That's it. It's, it's not even that difficult yeah, to get I them mean, to come out and talk about really. it. Social engineering. Social engineering yeah, yeah. at its finest mm -hmm. is what they're doing. I mean, but you have a lot to have some level of smarts. You can't just be a complete idiot and take this But job. a lot of people, they be bursting at the seams wanting to talk about things. I see what you're saying. And then when you get somebody that seems like they're kind of interested and they're kind of like, mm. nah, hey, come Here's on, give me ear. a little something, something. Yeah. Then they kind of just start letting it go you're that's 100 percent. it must be it must be very difficult for for veritas to train uh these young women to be manipulative into yeah. getting men to give them what they want you know what i mean they want to know if they're like so have you ever tapped your boyfriend's phone like how do they yeah, screen them like that's what, what i'm saying what's like, your what's the previous experience they gotta, here? they gotta jump they gotta get jumped in like in the gang <laughs> <laughs> like i need you to go home and i need you to i need you to put this off well, on hey, your hey, boyfriend's yeah, phone. i know what you do Think i know this. how to do it what if what if someone applies for project veritas and is also an undercover journalist trying to... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, double agent. On them. Yeah, mm -hmm. double agent. Here's what I would do. I take all the girls in the room 
and the first one to pull some dirt out of the other girl is the one who gets the job. <laughs> oh, got some yeah. big brother stuff. Going you got to surprise yeah. them though, because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get like a Washington Post reporter being like, "I want to work and I'm this," and like you got to figure out if they're legitimate or not. Yeah, that's a tough thing. Yeah, but but you know, Pfizer's looking out for our best interest. Let's just call a spade a spade, right? This this uh, research is important. Right. Yeah, it's good for everyone. Probably. Yeah. What like the thing that I'm really interested in find or interested in seeing is like what is this information? Is anything going to happen from this? Like, there's already a significant portion of the population that doesn't trust uh, the the vaccinations and stuff like that, uh, regardless of of what anyone has taken or has not taken the vaccines. It's like there's a lot of people out there that are really dead set against it what's this going to do to you know with the house being controlled by republicans are they going to actually start having uh um investigations well, into look, this look. stuff i mean i gotta say like this actually is this is real this is this lends itself more to the conspiracy that the vaccines actually are intended to stop the virus this guy is saying he believes the virus was essentially manufactured and then accidentally released yeah. And so I, I've often talked about that because the, the people who are like, you know, you've got you've got right now uh, that suddenly documentary. You've got 300,000 excess deaths in, uh, I think, in young people or in general, in general. In the United States. No, no, no. I think it's young people. 300,000 excess deaths not attributed to covid. And everybody comes out immediately and just says the vaccine. And I'm like, well, hold on. It could be covid. And then people say, no, they don't think it is. And I'm like, yo, people were coming out a year ago, two years ago, saying that covid was a bioweapon manufactured in a lab that leaked. Now y'all are saying, no, we don't think this is the cause of people having heart attacks and stuff like that. I'm just saying, I don't know. You know, I always say, talk to a doctor you know and trust, but don't definitively state, you know, one conspiracy theory over another if, like, any one of them could be hypothetical, hypothetically plausible or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, because either way, you got to recognize the correlation that when either, or, either one of these things came out, deaths spiked. We saw we we saw the videos before the vaccine of people collapsing in the street. Yeah, yeah. Then we see people today doing it, and they're like, "Oh, that must be the vaccine." I'm like, "Why? That was happening before the vaccine." Well, Scott Adams asked a very interesting question today, right? Like, if you were on the alter, uh, alternative side of things, how was I supposed to know I should listen to you? Right? It's a very valid question. Um, we have an internal guy, Dr. Tanai Ricks. He's an organic chemist and professor, and. When he said something about the PCR testing, it turned out to be true. He did a thread on this. So I think what it comes down to is you always need a debate. Whenever you find out that there's something that people don't agree on, let's have a debate on it. You bring your experts to the table. I bring my experts to the table. But what we found with this conversation was these experts were the primary source and everybody else was fake news. They must be banned. They must be ostracized. Everything, yeah, everyone so else that's was vilified. The, everybody was vilified. So that's the red flag to me. Like, wait, I can't have these doctors cross-examine the work of your doctors yeah. and bring that to the front and let us make the decision. It's the Alexander Hamilton argument for the central bank where they say, no, we have to think for the people because we can't trust them to make decisions based upon their own cognizance. Which right. has the inverse of the Streisand effect, yeah, right. essentially. Yes. You end up with a bunch of people saying, you know what, I'm going to believe the opposite because you banned it. Right. That's, that, that frustrates me, to be honest, because I understand, but it's not sound logic to be like, they banned talking about X, therefore X must be true. Yeah. Is, no, 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 it doesn't follow. It just means the censors are bad people. Yeah. And it means they're stifling legitimate conversation, making it harder for us to figure out what's really going on. Cool. But I'm not going to take any tribal side in any of these debates. 
here's what I did. Uh, I called. Uh, I, I did the only thing a smart person would do when I got sick. Is I, as, as I called the expert, Joe Rogan, and, right? And, and uh, asked <laughs> him. Saying? You know, he said, "Call a doctor." He said, "Talk to a doctor." And mm. So I called a private. He said, "Talk to a talk to a, like a private practice." Yeah. And then I did, and then we got, we got monoclonal antibodies. Yeah. We got uh, prescribed that. We got prescribed uh, anti-inflammatory like steroids or something. Um, what else did we get? We got some other stuff, and then we did get prescribed ivermectin, which I said I didn't want. I, I attribute the treatment that that helped me monoclonal antibodies, and was way better after that. And then didn't even care about the ivermectin, but the doctor insisted that I take it, and. Uh, then Daily Beast wrote a smear about me saying I was the poster boy for ivermectin when I literally said I didn't want it. I didn't think it did anything. I went on Joe's show and said, I don't think it did anything. Yeah. It's crazy. The problem is you've got corporate media lying about everything. And then you get a lot of people who say, if they said it, the opposite must be true. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, maybe most of the time that may be the case, to be completely honest. Yeah. Like the media lies so much. If they come out and say Donald Trump did a backflip, I'd assume he did a front flip. You know, I mean, well, and you probably make it. You make more money on your bets if you go that route. I think you have to have some level of uh, ability to manage the conversation. For example, if somebody asks you why you believe in that, you should have some evidence, some ammunition to back up your claims on you know why, right? Like if we said something about PCR tests and the amount of cycles that they were doing, this is what's creating false positives. You sound something like you know what's going on, right? Um, but I think a lot of times, like you said, people are making that gambling guess, right? Like this must be true, but you got to look into it. You got to know for yourself what the truth is and why, you know, uh, the alternative side might be right. At least have a source and say, hey, I don't know the particulars, but go talk to Dr. Tanai Ricks, right? Mm-hmm. A doctor. If you can't, yeah, a doctor. Like if you can't point to the expert for other people to say, all right, I'm going to ask him now, Right. Then that's when it's like you can't even back up what you're saying and it's a little suspicious. And then now the people who are following the mainstream can't trust you because you're just saying, oh, I'm just going this way because I'm a conspiracy theorist. And that's banned. That's the banned opinion. Right. No, I mean, no they, they, give people sources. They have that meme, you know, conspiracy theorists 10, you know, mainstream media zero and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, you know, for sure. Like we totally get that. But uh, the thing, the thing that people need to understand is like the doctor you're referencing. You're talking about, you're talking about doctor. Right. You know, when you, when people talk about um, Peter McCullough, is that his name, right? Yeah. Uh, or yeah. Pierre Corey, uh, Doctor Malone. Malone. We're talking about doctors. Doctors have opinions. <laughs> yeah. Now the problem, of course, is they censored these doctors. Yeah. Then you had the frontline care doctors. Like these are doctors. Stella Emanuel. So yeah. when I tell people, talk to a doctor that you trust who can answer the questions and is a medical professional, licensed, and all that stuff, like. There are a lot of people who say, yeah, but the doctor's are so dumb, Tim. And I'm like, look, doctors are not one person. Mm. If you go to a doctor and they can't answer any of this stuff and they have no idea what you're talking about. Give a second opinion. Well, it's not even that. It's like, bro, if I went, here's the analogy I give. If I, if I call a plumber because my toilet broke and then he goes, I got no idea how plumbing works. I'd be yeah. like, okay, I got I to hire a plumber who does. Yeah. If you go to a doctor and you say, hey, this is the thing I'm experiencing. I read this and I read that. What is this all about? And the doctor's like, I have no idea. Well, dude, like, yeah. you need to find a doctor who can tell you about medical ailments and studies and the research. And if you go to one who can't, then it's not like you went to a doctor. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's how I navigated the Bitcoin world and the crypto world. I didn't know what was going on. I'm not one of those guys. So I got two guys of opposing opinions and had them debate live in front of me. And what you'll find is this guy will ask that guy a question. And you can tell if this guy knows what he's talking about. Even if you don't understand what he's saying, you can kind of tell by his manner. But if he hits you with the, uh, well, you know, uh, then he's like, oh, wait, you can't answer that question that guy just asked you. And then that's how you can sort of navigate that conversation. Not just that. If they can't comfortably admit 
to a lack of knowledge is, is a red flag also in a conversation. True. You know, I was watching, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman. You know, we, we, we've read on him. I've, I've watched some of his clips, but uh, the one show of his I really, really want to watch is, uh, I guess he did an episode with Daniel Negrano, the poker player. Okay. And he's talking about, I've only seen the clips because I've been watching a bunch of poker videos. I've been having a lot of fun playing online poker. He's talking about planting ideas in people's minds. He's talking about trying to figure out what card somebody has, trying to figure out what they're thinking, trying to figure out if they're playing you. And that is so much of, of, of real life. If you're sitting down and you see two people and you're like, guys, is, it, is, is the left path the right way? Is the right path the right way? Which direction do I go? And one guy says, listen, in 1973, the left path was documented as having more potholes than the right. Now, that doesn't mean that today there's still more potholes, but you're better off. The guy on the left says, that's not true. That's fake news. He's lying. He's lying about potholes. Okay, well, which one do you think makes more sense? Well, this guy actually cited some, some, some data point. I've not checked it, but he's warning me about potholes. This guy's just saying it's not true. Yes. Then you go to the guy on the left and say, okay, why do you think there's no potholes? He said there were. He cites this study. What do you have to say? Uh, I, uh, well, uh, well, the thing is, yeah. that right there is a red flag yeah. because if – you go to the guy on the other side and say, what is he saying about these, this, this thing not being true? He says it was debunked. Well, look, I haven't read any of those studies suggesting it was debunked. You should probably look it up. But I can only tell you that the studies I've read said X. Yeah. When someone can confidently tell you, you know what? That's a good point. I'm not entirely sure. So I encourage you to follow up. That is the more honest approach. Yeah. Of course, then you can get somebody who might try to manipulate you knowing how yeah. to play those games. But that's where discernment Dirty comes politics. in, right? Like you have to be able to discern based upon body language, having uh, some level of knowledge on the subject matter to be able to de- decipher the BS from the real, right? Like I don't know crypto in depth, but if you try to BS me, I know when you're BSing. Same thing a little bit with health and biology. You know, if they start talking about things, if you have a basic understanding of science, sometimes you can pick apart when somebody's using words and not saying anything because you'll get a lot of that. Yeah. Shout out, uh, you're our resident 2A guy right here. Yes, sir. Who, who's that dude who's like, he's a Democrat and he claims he's like, I was a Marine. You know, when oh, we would God. go out, our, our, our rifles were kept in lockers and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he was like an administrator who wasn't even armed or something like that. Yeah. You get these people who say, listen, I was a Marine. I can tell you about guns. We have to do it this way. And, and then anybody who knows anything about guns is like, this guy is so full of No, I, <laughs> yeah. I think people being like, oh, well, I was in the military, so I know a ton about it. Like, my older brother was a Marine. He regularly is like, I, I don't know a ton about guns. I know what I learned to go through training, but I am no by no means an expert for everyone. There are people who weren't military who are just passionate about the subject and learn all about it. I find that I'm wary when people start to treat it like you're supposed to accept it as common knowledge, right? So whether it's vaccines or anything in the whole world, like being like, well, it's just what everyone, like this is just the way it is. This is just what everyone believes. Oh, everyone knows that. And they can't say specifically why we know that or where it comes from. That's when I start to be like, well, you need to present both sides of the information evidence and sources mm-hmm. that's what we want to see evidence and sources if one side can provide evidence and sources he's probably more likely to be believable but the other side always providing ad hominem ad hominem, ad hominem attacks, emotionalism yeah, yeah. like they're, they're just trying and to discredit you based off of popular opinion and but then they're like you're a conspiracy the topic, and then come but, out and tell you go ahead, no, 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 no go finish, finish and then come on and say oh like for example neil degrasse tyson when he was on uh i forgot the podcast patrick i bet yeah on his podcast he was like well, there's a social contract that you can't go out here and infect people. And basically he was saying, and then he also said, for lack of a better term, he was like, well, basically people are too stupid to understand 
the nomenclature. So they just got to take our word for it. It's mm-hmm. essentially what he was saying that whole time. Yeah. I just want to point out, you know, I made this joke downstairs, the absurdity of the establishment narrative in the modern left in that you guys, the Hotep crew, because of your politics, are white supremacists. Oh, yeah. And then Serge over here, the, the white guy, is an African-American. <laughs> <laughs> but you get, like, so we talk about it with Luke Rutkowski all the time because he's Slavic, he's Polish, yeah. and they consider Slavs people of color. Uh-huh. So if he came out and supported their ideology, they would quite literally call this blonde hair, blue eyed man a person of color. Then they would call you guys white supremacists for your political views. Yeah. They, like the, the, the logic does not make sense. And I guess in this context, what I'm trying to get to is they don't even have arguments for a lot of their things. They have just they, they go to they, they go to the cult members and say someone's like, hey, I was told the sky is blue. I looked up and the sky was blue. What's happening? I thought the sky was supposed to be green. And they go, oh, it's green. Yeah. And they go. It is. It is. Yeah. Don't worry. And yeah. they go. Okay. I accept. I accept that you said that to me. Right. Well, it it works like the court system, where if somebody's going to give you a testimony, you have to discredit the witness. They don't actually dispute the evidence. They just discredit the witness. That's 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 something that you see a lot. Like the, the a lot of times people on social media, they're performing for the people that are watching. Yeah. So the actual like it doesn't matter if they have a lot of substance in what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It's can they persuade the the people that are watching? And a lot of times they're only trying to persuade their audience, so they know yeah. what their audience is expecting. So if they can go ahead and deliver the the punchline for their audience, it's a win for me. It doesn't matter if there's actually substance to the argument. Yeah, so to your you point, HJ, for example, with this <clears throat> this Project Veritas thing, right? They're not going to argue what they heard in the in the video. Right. What they're going to say is, I can't believe they trapped him like that. Yeah. I can't yep. believe they got him on video, hidden camera. This is not right. They, they can't do that. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. They're going to they're going to go for that part of it. Or mm-hmm. they'll call you know James O'Keefe a right wing guy, right? right. A right wing mm-hmm. extremist. They'll put some sort of label, some stench, uh, some filth on him, some stank. They put a I, little bit of stank on it. <laughs> I like how James O'Keefe goes after Google and Pfizer, and they're like, well, that's right wing. He goes after the uh, Epstein story with uh, the, the journalist from ABC, Amy Roback. They're like, well, he's a conservative. And it's just like, <laughs> what about opposing massive corporations, big tech monopolies, pharmaceutical companies, and tra- trafficking rings is a conservative position? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> thing I, to I, claim. I, 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 I think they snitching on themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so liberals are in favor of... Big tech monopolies, big pharmaceutical companies, and Epstein's trafficking ring. Ding. I just it's not, <laughs> it's, not li- it's not liberals anymore. It, it's authoritarians versus like the liberals are the people that are actually you know for liberal principles. It's the people that are that are you know against free speech or whatever like that. They're authoritarian. Yeah, let's, let's talk about fake news and, and the manipulations because we we got this story from TimCast.com. McCarthy removes Schiff Swalwell from House Intelligence Committee. Quote. I'm committed to returning the House Intelligence Committee to one of genuine honesty and credibility. And uh, Mike Cernovich posted this video of Kevin McCarthy just absolutely wrecking the media, explaining how Swalwell, there's an FBI briefing on his association with a Chinese spy, but more importantly, how Adam Schiff lied about Russia, how Adam Schiff lied about the Hunter Biden laptop, all for political gain. And that is why he is not going to be allowed to get access to intelligence information in these, in these committees. So Mike Cernovich says, start apologizing because he's, he's going, you know, he's, uh, he's bringing the heat. So I'll respect that uh, to a certain degree and say, okay, you know, I expected McCarthy to do something. Wasn't sure how far he'd go. Let's see how far he does go. But we were just talking about the manipulators, the cult, how they lie. And the story of, with Adam Schiff is, is, is fascinating. I pulled up an article from February of 2018 where he said, we have evidence 
that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. It's just not publicly available yet. And so these people just say, okay, that proves it. Yeah. And as if like he just he says that turns out, guess what? Now nah, they didn't have any evidence. What does it say? A uh, lie makes it halfway around the earth before the truth gets its shoes on. Yeah, yeah that's right. Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. But the you know, the, the second part of that I added on was, but when the truth gets its shoes on, oh boy, it gets to running. That's a good one. <laughs> it gets yeah. to running. I mean, Adam Schiff. Now now with the internet, especially. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's like now you feel lied to. Now you feel betrayed. So, you know, you empower these people to go out and, like, want to spread the truth. Kofi on tight, you know, mm-hmm. loyal to the foil. That's what happens. But um, this is business. When you're talking about media, you're talking about business. They're not really worried about the welfare of people. They're not concerned with uh, what type of radioactive atmosphere they could create or tension. They just want to they be just first. want the clicks. They just want to be yeah. first. Yeah. yeah, they want to be first. They want the clicks. I, w- I follow this one account. It tells you every time, uh, uh, I think it's the New York Times changes their headlines or something like that. It's a bot. Oh, wow. That's a good yeah. one. And I, and I just, it, it makes like amendments. And you see it and you can see how they're optimizing your headlines for a higher click-through rate. It's called it's A-B testing. Yeah. So what these news organizations do, they, they've always done this. Back before the internet, the New York Times and other newspapers, I think the New York Times, but newspapers would send out two different front pages. If Donald Trump was uh, working on, say, a peace deal with North Korea, the newspapers in New York would say, Trump sparks outrage by appeasing North Korean dictator. Mm-hmm. And then when the paper gets sent to a rural area, conservative area, it would say Trump receives high praise from conservatives over peace negotiations with North Korea because it's all about selling the paper. Same story, different angle, different framing. What they started doing on the Internet, they called A-B testing, mm. where it's not even about region necessarily anymore. It kind of is. If you live in New York, when you see the article and click it, the headline will say, you know, Donald Trump does backflip. You live in Omaha, you click it, Donald Trump does front flip. And they change them in real time because now they see the fluctuations and they're like, we put out the same story. We put it out with five headlines. Here's the rate of click through per headline. This one did the best. Then they'll start moving and changing the headlines in other areas. It's crazy, isn't it? And, oh, and, wow. it's, and it's framing too, which changes your understanding of the story. Right. So TimCast.com ran a story a long time ago that said like, Joe Biden criticized for this thing. And I immediately said to the news team, we should not do stories that are just about someone criticizing Joe Biden. The story should be about what he did, and then we can include reactions. So Joe Biden does backflip, not Joe Biden slammed by conservatives, because of course he's going to get slammed by conservatives. No, no, no. Tell us what's happening, then include the commentary. Because what they'll do is, you see a story that says Trump under fire for doing backflip, And the average person just hears Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump negative. Everyone's mad. When in reality, it could be like under fire from two people. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I'll I'll stress this too. If you're you're talking opinion pieces, I got no qualms and no beef because I do exactly that. Yeah. I do my opinion segments and I'll put Trump slammed for this reason because I'm quite literally opining on my thoughts. I'll be like, Joe Biden roasted for doing this thing. And I'll say, this is why people are angry because I'm doing opinion commentary. Right. But for our straight news stuff, I'm like, 
Just tell us well, what happened first. Well, I don't think majority of people are even reading that. Like, they're not clicking through and seeing the category opinion op-ed. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing that. They're just seeing the headline. So they're just taking, oh, this is news, and it comes from a reputable source or well, I mean, reputable. back to the context of the McCarthy stuff, Adam Schiff was, was using his position on the Intelligence Committee yeah. to claim evidence existed that was, you know, confidential that the American people couldn't see. Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And then they just had to trust him for it. Yeah. And he was lying. So then you get journalists who write confirmed. Evidence exists, Trump colluded with Russia, and it's like, bro, some guy just said that. Like, you saw the DeMar Hamlin thing, right? Right. He's at the, the Bills game, but he's wearing a hood and a mask and glasses, and he's waving his arms, and you can't see his face. Yeah. The hollow man. That's right. <laughs> hollow man. Uh, yeah. TMZ says, we called and confirmed because someone told us it was actually him. I'm like- But they don't even say who they called. Right. You didn't confirm like, anything. Did you call his mom? Talking. You call his agent? You called the- actual team i mean this is the it's escalation a body double, right right it's, so that's questions. what i think hey, but it's so an escalation questions. into making it all seem like oh it's common knowledge it's common knowledge russia trump colluded with russia and then you can stop questioning it please don't ask us where our sources are yeah. and, and that's when, creepy when Mueller came out and was like nah what did what did schiff and the rest of the democrats start saying what oh, no, no 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 he said trump's not exonerated yes and I'm like, because you don't exonerate people. Mm-hmm. You have to prove he did it, not that he didn't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but Schiff was lying, like man. that. Schiff's been doing that for as long as I've been following everything. Remember the bombshell witness that they had to keep in witness protection for <laughs> you know about Trump. Nobody ever found out who that was. Yeah, and they let him do it. Do that. He yeah, always yeah. has some kind of bombshell or kind of some kind of smoking gun that he can never deliver on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the mainstream media backed him. Yep. You don't have, they're, they're doing it now. The Washington Post wrote an article defending Swalwell and defending Adam Schiff. And I'll give Swalwell credit, especially because, you know, we had Matt Gates on. He made up this point. He was like, look, the Fong Fong thing was well before he was in Congress. So, you know, I have questions about that. But I'll say this. If Kevin McCarthy says the FBI briefed him saying we have concerns about this, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, I don't trust the FBI. But if they're going after a Democrat, there must be something there. Which or the very was least, this? The the briefing? No, the when when he said the he Fong had the Fong thing. Yeah, when, wait, when he said it had evidence with Russian collusion. What year was? Oh, twenty eighteen. Twenty. I mean, but yeah. come on, Adam Schiff said it every, every single, single day, time. like yeah, the yeah. entire nonstop. The entire well, time that that Trump was in office, they were they were doing it. So, yeah. well, well he was clever too. He was clever. He'd say things like. He he was a. I pulled up one interview from CBS, and they're like, "Is there direct evidence of collusion?" And he would go. We have conversations that have been released to the public between Donald Trump and Russian banks and the Moscow deals. That is direct evidence of collusion. And it's like, you see the game he's playing is he's saying a thing exists that's already in the public. Therefore, it's evidence and it's true. Mm-hmm. But you don't know the thing he's actually referencing. Let me set this on fire. You ready? Keep an eye on the chat. Schiff did us a favor. You gotta let that one sit. Let the chat. Okay. Oh my god, what is he talking about? Build suspense. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now everybody's angry. Now, yeah. now what's the counter? Um, Trump didn't win. Imagine what this country would look like if Trump ran and won. I'm gonna tell you right now. This country 
if Trump would have won, would have been on fire, on flames. Antifa would have been everywhere just setting things on. I That's what I feel. I feel like a whole bunch of, you remember the summer of Black Lives Matter? Summer of Love. Summer of love. The Summer of Love. Oh, man, we'd have had four years of love. <laughs> that's tough. It's tough because there's, there, there's, there's some truth there that uh, we don't want violence. We don't want destruction. And we don't no. want death. No, we don't. But at the same time, does that mean you let corrupt people take over and, and run this country into the ground? So you know what we're, we're dealing with now? It was the hard fall or the slow fall. And the question is, do you rip the bandit off as fast as you can, get it over with? Yeah. Or do you slowly peel it, pulling every little hair along with it? Yeah. That's a tough question. And, and the question is this. If Donald Trump won and Antifa on the far left did go nuts, yeah. would Trump have then, with his final term, gone in and finally started arresting these people, charging them in mass and shutting it all down? I actually think that probably would happen. I think Donald Trump was scared to go after Antifa on the far left in the summer of love because he was going to run for re-election. He was like, they will call me a fascist. It will be weaponized against me. So the strategy I think Trump took was, hey, man, you live in Portland. You voted for this. They can deal with it. <laughs> But in term two, he's like, I'm not getting reelected again. Mm. Send in the send in the army, National Guard, whatever. Right. Yeah, you right. go hard. You go hard your last term. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, do, do you think that he had that in him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think he I think I think he had it in him. You know what I mean? I think he had it in him. If not, he had a, a hell of a, a poker face. He'd have bluffed the hell he would have bluffed it. Yeah. He'd have bluffed the heck out of it and they would have been scared. They'd have backed right up. They'd have backed right up, I guarantee it. I, I wonder, I question, because of the way that he behaved, I question whether he actually did have the resolve that his, that his, that his, you know, his, his uh, bolstering his seemed face. to, yeah, you know, because he, he didn't, he wasn't an authoritarian the way that, that a lot of people said that he was. There was a lot of times where there were a lot of people saying, look, you should send the, the National Guard in, especially when there were the, the people were rioting in Portland at the uh, um, at the courthouse and stuff. Was that Seattle or Portland? I think it was Portland. Portland. Yeah. yeah, it was Portland. There's, you know, and I think that he was ner- I think he was nervous about actually doing that. I think that after the 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 issues in D.C. when he had to be run to the to the bunker and the way that the press and media responded to an actual attack on. The White House, oh, the way were, they responded. They were trying to Olympus's fall in the White House. Yeah, I think that he was concerned with with using too much force because he wasn't going to get any, he was going to get, he knew he was going to get crushed and Donald Trump wanted to be liked more than anything in the world. This is, this is the problem that Trump had. He's not Machiavellian, you know. When the 529 insurrection happened, Antifa shows up at the White House and tried to Olympus, uh, what is it? What Olympus is Fallen. Olympus yeah. is Fallen, yeah, yeah. The Gerard Butler movie, yeah. is that the one? Great movie. When, uh, so I, I say this all the time. If Donald Trump ordered the law enforcement to stand down and Antifa then ripped the, the fences down and torched St. John's Church, it would have shifted the narrative in this country 180 degrees. Mm. He would be in the bunker. He would come out the next day to a destroyed historic American church, the White House being rampaged by far left extremists. And he would say the attack on this country by the far left extremists is unprecedented not since the 1890s or whatever, 1880s, has the White House been attacked before? Has a historical church been set aflame? He could say something like, the fear that we had as good stewards of the Constitution 
was that to send out law enforcement to shut down what was what had begun as a peaceful protest would be an affront to the rights of every American citizen. If only we had known the violence, the hatred and the danger that was far left extremism, then we would have taken action. But we believed in the American people and the right to protest. And unfortunately, they, the, the extremists and the far left and Antifa exploited that to destroy iconic American you know, imagery. And you don't, you don't think the leftist media would have spun that? I think How, look, you can't spin this, the image. You, you can't spin St. John's Church torched and raised to the ground by the far left. The problem is, well, how would you spin it? It's the left. I'll put nothing past them. They'd be like, he deserved no. that, and the church is sure, bad, sure, 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 and sure, sure. I feel the like Christians are and, and, white and, and, supremacists. And, and, and you're right, <laughs> yes, but think about the suburban housewife yeah. Yeah. who's seeing smoldering ruins from far left extremists. Is that the target demo you're saying of this yes. speech? Well, okay. We're not trying to convince the far left and the corporate press to right. vote for anybody. Yeah. See, but the thing is, Donald Trump is not Machiavellian. He said, hey, they're, th- they're trying to burn a church down. Stop them, quick. And they did. But, but would that mom get the Donald Trump speech or would she get a contorted version of that from far leftist media in her look, home? Look, look, look. You're not, you're, 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 you're not wrong about that, yeah. but I'm talking about weight, right? Okay. When, when far left extremists set fire to St. John's Church, and they did, yeah. set fire to a guard post, the White House, and, and tore down the barricades, injuring, I think, like 100 plus yeah, law enforcement yeah. officers, yeah. Trump shut it down. And the narrative from the media was Trump attacks peaceful protesters. So you're saying he should have let it go, let it happen. I'm not saying he should have. You're saying, saying if he did. The Machiavellian manipulative, mm. you know, uh, evil way to deal with it. And right. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Trump's not an evil guy. Right. Trump said, hey, they're trying to hurt people and burn this thing. Now we better stop them. Yeah. The media spun that against them. Yeah. What I'm saying is, wait, if Antifa goes and Antifa set fire to St. John's Church yeah. and the media defended them. Yeah. Now, what would happen if the church was razed to the ground? It would be a lot harder to defend them i see what you're saying yeah that whole oh you know mostly peaceful where everything burning in the background are hit a lot harder yeah. when you got a historic church in rubble in rubble you know yeah. versus they, a, a church that almost went down and you got trump in front of it holding his bible right where right. they spun they, it like oh he had his bible upside I'll, down i'll tell you what they right, do right, right. the left would come out and say the failure of donald trump's administration to stop the violence yeah. is shocking how mm-hmm. could he let this happen and then trump could come out and say you're absolutely right. We should have gone harder and used the military and the National Guard to stop the violent far-left extremists, but we didn't want to hurt our fellow Americans. But I confess I was wrong to try and keep, be peaceful and, and, and maintain the peace. It you, backfired. Tim, you, you'd make a good press secretary. Yeah, I'm about to say, Trump needs you. He should have had you writing his speeches, bro. Oh, oh my Michael God. Michael also make a good press secretary. Can we do IRL live from the White House press room every night when, <laughs> if Trump gets reelected? You know, this is the crazy thing to me, because, like, you look at January 6th. Yeah. January 6th is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Where were the police? Right. Dude. Why is there a video of a guy walking up to cops saying, please stop them? Look, he's pointing to the people walking. What are you doing? And the cops are like, nope. Why are there cops on video opening the doors and letting people in? And then the Democrats saying, oh, no, we were attacked. It's an insurrection. And they ran that narrative for a year and they just started an investigation. They impeached Trump because of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Trump didn't have the the moral failings mm. to do what Democrats did. Yeah, because yeah. that day in January, they didn't. So he, he allegedly he asked for 10,000 troops, the uh, National right. Guardsmen to be there. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, Nancy Pelosi said, "No, thank you. We don't want the optics of that." Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I think she ain't want the optics of that because she got the optics that she wanted. Yep. Yeah. Violent yeah. far right yeah. extremists. She well, did exactly and then the DOJ. What said, and think think about what would happen if I tell you if on five twenty nine, Donald Trump was rushed into the into the bunker under under the White House. He was, mm. and if he said, "Listen, the last thing we want is a dead protester on the news. Stand down." And then the protesters ransacked everything. Yeah, the D- Trump would have been re- been reelected, guaranteed. And then he would have sent the DOJ after all of the far left, just like they're doing to the January six people. Mm. Yeah. He'd be going after and rooting out far left cult members and violent extremists. Instead, what do we get? Right now in Atlanta, far left extremists are for out of state, mm-hmm. crossing state lines with semi-automatic weapons, <laughs> occupying a forest, shooting cops and putting them in the hospital calling for the assassination of police mm. and then ransacking downtown Atlanta. So burning uh, people's homes and torching a guy's vehicle. That's all happening. It's not stopping. It keeps going. Mm. And we were surprised. Wait, 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 you mean there was an autonomous zone in Georgia for the past two years or whatever? Nobody, nobody. And they're burning houses to the ground and vehicles. And one guy shot a cop. Yep, and the media is protecting them. Uh, so I'm just over here doing a tally. I'm counting up all the grifters that we going to nominate for the grifties. Go to grifties.com, nominate your favorite grifter. <laughs> I see, what's the dude's name from Pfizer that was on a date? Grifton? Trying to grift his job on a date? Grifton? Jordan Tristan. Walker? Tristan. Jordan Tristan Walker. Jordan Tristan Walker? Yeah, yeah, we got to nominate him. Somebody go to grifters.com. <laughs> we got to nominate him. What's this guy's name? Schiff? Um, um, Adam Schiff. Adam oh, Schiff. Adam Schiff. We yes. got to nominate him. Oh yeah, he's 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 a shoe in for. He for was nominated for twenty twenty. He was yes, he was. He's up twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. He's a reoccurring yes. nominee. Yeah, <laughs> Grifties. He deserves it. He's yeah, earned cause, it. Because look, a lot of people will say like they'll be like for the Grifties, it's got to be you know uh, Stephen Crowder or Jenk Uger or Tim Pool. It's like well, I, I get that you don't like the commentators, but Adam Schiff, yeah. as a politician. That's a good one. A yeah, lot of people one. mix up the Nancy the, Pelosi. A lot of people mix up the meaning AOC. of the word grift, though, because like a lot of people think that like they just someone they don't like is a grifter. It's like they'll mm-hmm. use that term interchangeably, and like grifting is a it's a, a very thing. loose term. We, well, we use it. You know, the the there's a uh, if you watch the grifties tomorrow, grifties.com, you'll see it. We have a different definition that we like to go with, but what we like to say is loosely: there's a light side and there's a dark side. If somebody's taken away from the grift, and if somebody like you know, we be grifting. We grifting right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we grifted off of Tim Pool. Shout out to Tim Cass IRL. You know, it, everybody's grifting to some level. It's just more like, what are your intentions? Yeah. What's your end game? What are you doing with this all? Are you trying to push inoculations on people or are you trying to free minds, right? True. But at the end of the day, everybody's got a grift, right? Mm. But you're right. Sometimes people use the word, you just say, I don't like this person, he's a grifter. And it's just like, ah. But, but it, it sort of implies like conning someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Selling them snake oil. Yes. That, that's always been my understanding of it. Is, yeah. Is someone that, that, it's like a sellout. An opportunist. Like yeah. they opportunist. see something, they jump on the message, right? Like right. they don't know if they believe. I mean, my prime example, this is AOC when she took those pictures crying at the border. Now and that's the dark. That's oh, the, that's that was, grifting. It was like, oh, that, that I mean, was there's, good grifting. Uh, that's the dark side. <laughs> that's the dark part, side of the yo, grifting. Yo, that's it's prime time <laughs> grifting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was, that was you guys, phenomenal. You got to do like little montage videos where it's like the top 10 and it's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and it shows like a slow moving photo and then it shows her like crying at the border and it shows her on the phone going where is she where is she and it's playing like you know orchestral music you gotta do it like they do the Academy Awards when she was doing the uh, Janteenth reenactment we call it Jan 6 Janteenth yeah we call it Janteenth <laughs> 
That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, she made that story up. It was fake. Yeah. yeah. Now that is grifting That's right there. I'm impressed. The question you know, is, you got to you got to be a special kind of look. I I would not want to play AOC in poker because she. Well, actually, no, I take that back. I can see through her bluffs, but she would do really, really well. Bald face lie when she's like, they come to my door and bang, and I'm hiding in the bathroom, and I hear, where is she? It's like, yo, that happened an hour before the, the building was even breached. Yeah. So before anybody entered the building, someone knocks on her door, and she's hiding in the bathroom? Get out of here. She made that up. You know, what she It was be- a cop looking for her to evacuate the building. She made it up. You know what she'd be grateful for? James O'Keefe's spy program. <laughs> oh, man. But she's, you know why I say she'd be good at poker is because she can lie to your face yeah. without, with, without twitching. Mm-hmm. Without, with no tell, you'd well, be like, Because huh. she feels like her lies are just bad. I'm obviously, I've never met her, I don't know, but like there are some people who feel as though like they are entitled to lie. Like their means are so honorable that they don't feel remorse. Like people who flinch when they lie or give some tell, like, they feel on well, some level guilty about it. I don't it. think they believe that they're lying. Well, that's I, true too. I, I really think that there are people that there there are people Just like narcissistic. It, yeah, it, it's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I might be lying, but I'm doing it for good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's what it's what is the goal? It's, that, yeah. that's in mind the and justifies it, the means. Mm-hmm. What's that meme where they have the woman crying with the snot bubbles coming out? Said women can lie this hard. <laughs> and, I mean, women can cry this hard and still be lying. <laughs> <laughs> They commit. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, think about that with like Nancy Pelosi. Like, if it's true that she had the chance to have ten thousand National Guards members at the Capitol that day, and she was like, "No, we don't need them." Like, I spent. Uh, I was at opening arguments for Enrique Tarrio in the Proud Boys trial, and there are the federal government was like, "Yeah, we have FBI warrants. You're going to testify." And you hear all the defense attorneys be like, "Okay, they should explain why there was no law enforcement." If you think this was a planned insurrection, where was everybody? If you guys knew you didn't defend anything. I mean, it just becomes to the point where you're like, is Nancy Pelosi grifting for this long-term play at the White House? Like, like it's, I think this is what puts Americans off of politics, right? You yeah. want to believe in the honorable, but you're shown time and time again that people operate for their own good. Like even the Pfizer video, the guy is saying like, well, we could make money off of this. This could be good for us. But then what they'll do is turn around and tell you that Donald Trump did a passenger 57 in the back of the limo (laughs) trying to to take out some Secret Service agents. Well, real quick, let me get my grift on because I'm getting news right now that my camera's a little dark. Somebody said my light isn't right. So I just want to chat. Help me out. Does does Tim Pool have racist cameras? <laughs> does he have those? What is it? Remember HP? Like their cameras wouldn't focus on black people. And whatnot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that, that true? <laughs> oh, they did that. They did the that. Lighting. Uh, they, they, there was like a, a campaign they did where they were like, our new cameras for all skin tones and yeah. it showed a bunch of black people. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I that. just want to make sure, chat, let, 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 let. Let's uh, surge know. Let's surge know if my camera's good. I got to look good, man. Grifty's tomorrow. Well, man. it's you're wearing a black shirt with a black backdrop. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You always got to bring the race grift up, man. <laughs> Cut it out. Listen, I'm a black supremacist, damn it. <laughs> One time we were uh, doing a show and Tim was like, you're too white. You're throwing off the color balance in here. I'm like, I don't know. So maybe it's just like any extreme part of the skin tone. Well, Uncle Hotep would like that. Uncle Hotep's like white man. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody on the planet, just for the record, nobody on the planet hates black people more than Uncle Hotep. Oh so my morning. gosh. Is that true? Know. He's here. Hi, Uncle Hotep. 
The black, the black white supremacist. I've been following Uncle Hotep for a lot of years, and he's, have he's, you? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I followed him before I followed you. I, yeah. I, I followed hate him. That. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know what's up, man. That's terrible. I put How? you on. You How'd you find him? That's the question. I, think, I don't. I, I don't know. I followed him on YouTube. I watch his YouTube channel. Uh -oh. and, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Why how do you like this guy? Because he makes me laugh. He's funny. I'm an honest, down to per, a down to earth. I'm a black man from Exeter, Pennsylvania. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's just funny. He knew he was going to get that up. That was the layup right there. <laughs> <laughs> just a black man from Exeter, Pennsylvania. <sighs> He's a grifter. That's what he is. Yo, Tim, <laughs> your, your imitations are, are spot on, man. Did you practice that, man? Which one? Which imitation? Both of them were pretty good. Pretty good. Man. What did he do? He did Trump, and he did. Uh, no, oh, no, Trump was great. not a real impersonation. I was. You had it for a couple. The first couple sentences you had. It. Yeah. yeah. Trump's actually. I can't do Trump at all. So I just do like a little bit of the. Like he, he talks in a very weird way. The Fauci thing is I'm actually trying to do cartoon versions of them. Oh, okay. So like the Fauci voice that I do is intended to be an over the top exaggerated version of Fauci. Mm. You don't need to be wearing two masks. <laughs> so it's like, it's gruffer. It's, you know, and then Nancy Pelosi, when I do her, I, I overemphasize her teeth. She talks like this is Donald Trump. It's the worst man in this country. <laughs> That's my Nancy Pelosi. So it's like, it's, it's kind of cartoony. I feel like you I'm, need more I'm lip so smacking than Pelosi. Like the just dentures kind of are trying to run away. Lip smacking. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. Like I don't actually Pause. practice any of those things. <laughs> I bet if I actually tried and like actually practiced, I probably, probably could do a bunch of really good ones. Absolutely. But, you know. Yeah. But the, I was the voice of uh, Fauci for Freedom Tunes for a while. That was that was fun. Oh, that's dope. But then when Fauci was out of the news, Seamus didn't need me on the show anymore. So I just got fired. the classic oh, grifter, right. Seamus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just kidding. Got, we did. We did. We did a, a bit where. Uh, you guys saw the story that said if you're not vaccinated, you're more likely to get in a car accident. You see <laughs> yeah. that one? Let's talk about grifting, man. But so Seamus did a bit where Fauci's snipping car brakes. Yep, yep. All right, all right. I guess we're going to talk about war because we do have this one pulled up and it's not funny. And I'm, I'm kind of like reluctant to pull it up because we're laughing here. We're making fun of people. And now we have this story where it's like the world's going to end. Take us out. From The Guardian, U.S. joins Germany in sending tanks to Ukraine as Biden hails united effort. President lands unflagging commitment to Ukraine as officials approve 31 M1 Abrams tanks to add to Germany's 14 Leopard 2A6s. Is this World War III? I mean, you don't got to call it World War III, but I mean, NATO is at war with Russia. This is not Ukraine. I mean, we are the ones. It's, it, fair, it's fair to say it's escalation. I mean, it's... Oof. I, I I don't I, I don't mean need, Russia says it's World War Three right definitely they, they already use that term they're they're already well their it. TV personalities all over Russia are saying we're in World War Three already one guy came out again it's like the fifth time some TV personality has done it and said fire the nukes already just start firing yeah. nukes mm. the 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 fact that there's tanks being given to Ukraine that is going to be justification to the Russians to escalate they're going to say the that NATO is escalating because it's Germany and the U S they're going to and look France. at it. And France, they're going to look at it like an escalation, and they're going to do something. There will be some response. Every time we do anything that helps Ukraine, Russia takes that as an attack on them, and they use that as justification to do more things. So y'all, I, I don't know what their strategy. Are we really is, helping Ukraine by prolonging the war? Then? I don't think so, but that's just me. It's a question of are we are we preventing Russia from taking more control of Ukraine? Is that does that help? I kind of think the U.S. I look at it this way: Ukraine is a border country with Russia. Right. The United States is on the other side of the planet. 
and the U.S. is sending weapons and agitating. Imagine if Russia was sending weapons to Mexico mm. and then like cartels were attacking the southern border and trying to take stretches of the Rio Grande or something. Well, Russians are the black people of white people. <laughs> what, is that? What, is that? what does that mean? You're laughing, what but I'm, I don't even know what it means. Matt, Vladimir Putin's like, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> They're the out group. <laughs> no, I mean, look, woke people say Slavic people are uh, are people of color. Yeah, well, so I, I guess mean, technically, you're right. Like, even look at it from a resource perspective. You know, Russia's the Africa of Europe. They're very minimal rich, right? Like oil, like you very know. big. Yeah, very cold though. Yeah, so. If you look at how Russia, uh, how Africa is treated, Russia is getting the Africa treatment. We got to go in. We got to colonize. We have to take your assets and we have to divvy it up. It's just beautiful communism. You think we're going to go into Russia, too? You think the U.S. goes into Russia? I well, when you when you say into Russia, right, it's it's first thing. Now, we have to understand what colonizing what you first do is you colonize the culture. And as we talked about before, you discredit the witness, so you discredit the current culture, you make Putin look bad, you make the culture, and then you attack the root of Russia, which is Orthodox Christianity. They're already attacking that. So there's a cultural colonization that's happening, and if you can uproot that, everything else sort of falls into place. But Russia is definitely a target of some group of people on this planet, most of them running financial institutions, I believe because they're the same ones behind situations like FTX, right? Large financial institution pumping into, and then I didn't say that, you said that. Um, (laughs) But we saw the financial institutions that were involved in the FTX election Ukraine triangle. You see what I'm saying? But there's always been that sort of history between America and Russia. For example, when we talk about uh, the Civil War, the North had Russia as an ally. So there's always been that tie, right? Also, um, I mean, they had, they, had, they had Britain too, didn't they? No. Uh, that was uh, the South had uh, France and Britain against them. Britain. Against them. Right, right. The, the, oh, you said the North had Russia against them. Had Russia with them. With them. Yeah. But, but then France and, uh, and the UK were with the North as well. South. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission... Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. The, 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 the U.K. And, the, and France were with the South. Correct. Okay. Well, yeah. they were like they were like playing both sides, right? Trying to see who came Well, absolutely. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were yeah. selling they were stuff. I think, I think actually, yeah, <laughs> I think the South was trying to sell cotton to the U.K. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there was some of that, and Russia comes in and, and plays this role as, hey, we're going to be the great equalizer of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get the whole exchange of Alaska, because they own oh, that. And that's how that thing happens, right? right. Correct. But you got to remember... Russia was a world superpower under uh, Nicholas, right? That was before the Russian Revolution came about. And who financed the Russian Revolution? I can't say on here, but everybody knows who did that. 
right? So you see this tie of money behind all these things. Real quick, this is from my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War, available now on Amazon and HotepJesus.com. Um, but I've tracked back, you know, this whole thing about the central banking system, whatever, whatever. But I always see Russia pop up. And I see Russia as being the one place that this financial elite has not quite conquered. So I think they want to cripple it and then, you know, slowly grab its resources. If you take a look at uh, the history of the region with the Middle East, with Europe, one big component, which it's interesting because I hear in the media they're reporting it's a conspiracy theory. It's the, the, the natural gas monopoly. It's Gazprom. It's Nord Stream. It's the Qatar Turkey pipeline. I talk about it all the time because it's like I think it's the key to what's happening. Mm-hmm. NATO wants to get cheap energy into Europe. Europe demands it. Syria says no. The U.S. is, is, is very fortunate that Syria then goes into civil war. And of course, we oppose the Assad regime who said outright, we will not let you build the Qatar Turkey pipeline and uh, conveniently wanted to build an alternate pipeline that would do the same thing, strengthening Russia's uh, energy monopoly in Europe. And then all of a sudden you get Burisma with Joe Biden, former CIA director, and these interests working for an energy company in Ukraine. Nord Stream 2 blows up. You didn't just smash a stink bug, did you? <laughs> yeah, he You're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's going to oh, smell yeah. real bad now. <laughs> oh. them Chinese books. It is. That's what you don't. You know, you can't smash them, bro. Really? Yeah. It's gonna be like ammonia here in a minute. Yeah, it's it smells. Yeah, it smells like ammonia. Is that what it is? I it said like ammonia. Are we read something today that smells like cilantro? It doesn't smell like cilantro. No, it's it's gonna smell real bad though. Yeah. Yeah. It's they like released this oil. Oh, yeah. like, it might be why good they're for called you. stink bugs, man. Yeah, they're called yeah. stink bugs. Oh, that's what they call those? That's yeah. stink I call it the Chinese bugs. They are Chinese bugs. Right. Yeah, they came over here in the 70s or whatever, and they're, you can't get rid of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we oh, called... No. We Actually, call, uh, we looked it up. It's 1996. Oh, 96. Well, yeah. you, uh, we called the exterminator. Spraying does nothing. Yeah. Because in China, they have wasps that eat them, mm-hmm. but you don't mm-hmm. have wasps here. Yeah, there's no natural predator. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about... We're talking about Nord Stream 2, then Nord Stream 2 blows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Russia, you know, they blame Russia for blowing up their own pipeline, and it's like... Yeah, Putin did it. Yeah, so, it, so it, it, the, the, the whole thing is... It's interesting because the argument made about why the EU needs to exist is to compete with China. That's what they say. They say they want to create a powerful economic bloc that can compete with China because China's growing so rapidly. Mm-hmm. I call BS on that. Joe Biden was involved in selling natural gas from Louisiana to China with Hunter Biden. That was just revealed in the Hunter Biden laptop story. Exclusive mm. emails released. Daily Mail covered the story. Joe Biden, there's an email saying, I've organized the meeting for Joe and Hunter to do the sale. And it was natural gas from Louisiana to China. Why are we selling energy to China? So they say Europe wants to compete with it. I call BS. Mm. I think it's ideological. I think it is control. I think you got a bunch of powerful interests in the United States went to China and said, what you're doing with this communism using market, market systems dictatorship mm-hmm. is what, that, what we want to do. So the United States has been trying to implement Chinese-style communism here and in other countries. It's a lot more than just that. I don't think it's so simple. I think energy absolutely plays a role. They do want to get cheaper energy into Europe. They do want lower energy costs. But Russia is their principal villain, not China. China has the ideology they like. Russia doesn't. What's the incentive for Biden and the rest of these guys to go along with the Chinese agenda? Are they thinking about themselves or is there some? I I think what you basically have is there's evil people who do things for ideological reasons. Okay. Who employ 
selfish, psychotic individuals who do things for personal reasons. Okay. So Joe Biden's the kind of guy who says, I'm going to sell energy to China, everyone else be damned. Mm -hmm. And then you have ideologues who are like- Who are they? The ideologues? Yeah. I, it, it's hard to say who, who, is, who is they, though, right? That's, yeah. That's, who, that's, is that's, they? <laughs> who is they? Who is they, It's hard who's to they? say because the chat I'm walking out of here, man. <laughs> we made it an hour in, everybody. He's the new record holder. So the reason I say it's hard to say is not that it's a censorship question and people expect me to say, like, Jews or something. No, I'm talking about, like, the Davos group. Okay. Powerful corporate interests. These are people of all different backgrounds. They're, you can call them global elites. You can call them uh, CEOs. You can, but it, it's hard to, to quantify exactly how you group these people other than it is the people of means and power around the world who don't want to lose it, mm. who birds of a feather flock together. Mm. They have be big business, big business, big business, big government, uh, all that kind of stuff. Big lizard. Maybe, maybe even lizards. Yeah, we don't know. But, but a lot of people say the World Economic Forum, the Davos group. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's, that's, that's simplistic. That's where a lot of the... That's I think, where the employees hang out. Yeah, I, w- I, would, I would say, you know, some people have said like it's the Illuminati as a catch-all term for powerful global interests. I'd say that it is a semi-emergent phenomenon. Meaning, I don't think that there is like the order of the, the Illuminati, you know, that actually meets and sits down at their meeting with a big sentence is Illuminati. What I think it is, is a hydra. You've got all these big corporations. They are interested in maintaining that power and that power is maintained through rigid control of the, of the planet, which means, Henry Kissinger, I think Ian points out, limited warfare, meaning they want some war. They sell weapons. They don't want no war. So there's a, there's a degree of control they have to have in a lot of things. They don't have total control though. They're just special interests. And the reason I say semi, semi-emergent is emergent meaning a phenomenon that happens over time naturally. And I say only semi because you certainly have powerful special interests who will meet and say, hey, we need to move these tanks. What are we doing? It's like, sell them in Ukraine. Let's get a, let's get a conflict <laughs> up. I mean, look at the stock for the companies that operate this stuff. Now, I'm not saying definitively that conspiracy theory is true. I'm saying yeah. there absolutely are powerful CEOs who meet with government officials and say, we've got to move shirts out of this country. What can we do? And the government says, look, We'll work. A, I have this beautiful war laid out for you. <laughs> I, maybe that's a little far, but I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Matt Gates, who said, I said, you're going to get a bill to break up big tech and then they're going to you know, get put options on. And he goes, that actually happened. They had a bill moving through Congress to break up big tech. Paul Pelosi bought the dip and then the bills died in their tracks. Wow. And then, of course, the stock goes up. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Where I say it's not, that's not Didn't an emergency. Holly just introduced the Pelosi Act to stop. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen that. I but think- here, 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 what ultimately what I think is this. CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company, he's trying to sell as many vaccines as possible. He hears, he, he, he lobbies the government, give us a guaranteed contract. And the government says, let's talk. You're going to get lobbyists. <laughs> let's talk. Right. They're going to, this is what the, this came out of the Veritas thing just now. The, uh, the guy was saying, basically, I think this came out of the Veritas thing. You think these government employees who are regulating big pharma are going to be mean to them when they're expecting a job afterwards? Right. The lobbyist doesn't just say, I'll donate to your campaign. He says, you know, we're big fans of the work you do. We know you believe in helping people of the world. Maybe once you're, uh, you know, when you retire, you know, we could talk about a nice package. Maybe there's a fit for you. Come on the board. Maybe, maybe a couple million dollar a year salary. If, of course, we think that you actually care about this stuff. Yeah. That, 
What ends up happening then is the guy who takes over this company, this big pharma company, he's not inducted into a conspiracy. He doesn't go to a meeting and they sit him down and they make him walk through paddles and he gets veed in or whatever. He's a guy who goes to the company and he's told, hey, if you want to make that billion dollars this year and get your $25 million bonus, we got to sell more product. Is there a way we can get the government, the biggest buyer to buy as much as possible? Let's send the lobbyists to convince them mandates are the way to go. Yeah. And then you get these things. So He's, you're a communist. Me? What do you mean? I mean, you just basically said that this is, uh, you know, capitalist greed. That's not, that's corporatism. Yeah, that, that's not that's capitalism. The, that's, oh, so this is corporate greed? Corp, I don't know. I don't know if well, I was, You said this is about making money. I called it an right? emergent we gotta, phenomenon. We gotta, but we got to move products. Isn't it corporate fascism? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. This is important. I don't think I don't know if greed is the word used to describe it. That's yeah, why okay. I say it's it's an emergent phenomenon, right? Because it's power too. Well, look at it this way. Right? It, it, it's it's because you said bonus. Not, you it, said bonuses is a financial incentive thing. But it's not the human machine. It's the it's the it's the uh, it's beyond the human machine. That it's is the lizard man. No, 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 no. Timcast.com is a company. Yeah. Timcast.com needs a certain amount of money every week to maintain this company. Right. The person who is trying to maximize Timcast product yeah. isn't thinking, I want to for myself. enrich myself. He's thinking, I need to meet these deadlines and KPIs. Exactly. So, in order get, to do that and do my job, I might need to call somebody in government. So, you get Big Pharma, and it's not necessarily the CEO saying, I want to make a billion dollars for myself. Yeah. But the bonus plays a role. Obviously, I mentioned that. A lot of it is the guy saying, look, we're looking at a down forecast. Our stock's going to take a hit. The, sh the shareholders are going to get pissed. Yeah. We got to figure out a revenue stream. And someone says, look, this COVID thing, there's talk of mandates. We should be on that 100%. It's the right thing for the people. And it'll, it'll help us secure contracts to keep the company running. Yeah. And then Tristan walks in and he goes, I got a great idea. What we're going to do is we're going to create a whole bunch of multivariant mutant viruses and then we can sell more vaccines. It is how many grains of sand make a heap is the banality of evil. It is people like <laughs> yeah. him who are saying they're justifying it to themselves. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The reality is some of these people know what they're doing is evil. They know they are cogs in a machine that is destructive. Mm -hmm. But my point ultimately is when it comes to the entirety of the, the system as it's orchestrated, yeah. I do not believe there is a singular group of people or individual who's sitting there saying, twirling his mustache being like, yeah, that's how we're going to take over the world. It, people come and go. It's a, it's a monster. It's an amorphous blob empowered by all of the different people who say, look, I'm not an avalanche. I'm just a snowflake. Avalanche was coming long before I got here. That's what I see. The avalanche doesn't blame itself. Uh, I'm sorry. The snowflake doesn't blame itself for the avalanche. But each and every time some global leader or some powerful executive joins in these meetings and they say two, two things happen. The ideological pressure and the economic pressure. Mm -hmm. One, how do I meet my deadlines to make sure my company doesn't fail because the shareholders, the employees are counting on me. Government mandated contracts. Two is the ideological pressure. Mm -hmm. You ever hear that story? So let me ask you a question. Look, real, real quick. Let me just, sorry, I'll finish this point. You ever hear that, that story they did where they put a bunch of chips in a, chimps in a room. They put a ladder in the middle of the room with fruit on top. Chimp walks over. There's five chimps. Climbs the ladder. Fire hose comes out. Sprays them. All the chimps get sprayed down. Ah! Chimp climbs, tries climbing the ladder. And boom, they all get sprayed down. They learn. Stay the, away from that ladder. They take one chimp out. They put one chimp in. 
Mm-hmm. New chimp is looking around like, what am I doing in here? Mm-hmm. Walks over to the ladder. The other chimps run up, grab him, and throw him down and start beating him up because mm-hmm. he's going to get us sprayed. Right. One by one, they replace all the old chimps. Now they got five chimps who have never been sprayed with the fire hose. Any one of them goes near that ladder, they get beat up. Why? That's the way we do things. Yeah. That's, a th- I think, a large component of the ideological capture that mm-hmm. happens with people at the top. So you're saying that there's this corporate fascism thing phenomenon that you mentioned, right? And I don't want to dispute that. But who killed JFK? Tucker Tucker just said it was Charlie. He said it was a CIA. That's what Tucker said. That's what Tucker said. Charlie. (laughs) Wow. He then went on to say, didn't he say that they went after Nixon too because he was trying to figure out who killed JFK? Tucker's been going off. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he knew there was something in the files or something like that. So how does all that tie in, right? If we got the corporate thing happening, Tim Pool's phenomenon, why is the CIA and all these other groups involved in are they part of that corporate thing? or are these It's not just corporate, it's government power. So here's what happens. Why does the CIA get formed? It's, it's, my, my fear is that people ascribe to conspiracy that which is an emergent human phenomenon, which is dangerous that we need to recognize. Mm-hmm. The co- power power uh, coalesces. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, the FBI, I think, uh, what, did, what did the FBI start as? I forgot. I, I did this whole thing researching it. Before it was the FBI, it was called something else. Right. Look at what it is today. Yeah. Right. I mean, people don't start these things intending them for, for extending for them to become monsters. Yeah. But they do. So you think there's people like Strzok maybe in position of power who are abusing this power? Absolutely. Okay. If you look, I, at it I like- think what, what I mean to say is there are people there. There, there's we'll call it the 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 superliminal, the liminal, and the subliminal. Mm-hmm. You know, as the Simpsons joke reference, there are people who know they're bad people and want power. Mm-hmm. But I think that's not, there's not that many of them. There's a lot. And you don't need that many in positions of power to get an evil group of people destroying the world. You then have people who know that what they're doing is kind of bad, but they think I'm more powerful here for good, yeah. even though. So I remember hearing about like the CEO of Shell or something telling activists, I want to save the world too. I'm more effective as the CEO in doing good. So they recognize in their own mind, yeah, bad things are happening because of what I do, but I'm trying. And then you have the people who are totally oblivious, who are like, everybody get on the freight, freight car. I got no idea why you're going there or where you're going there, but I'm going to make sure you do. And they're contributing to that evil. Oh, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane, bro. So I'm trying to put all these pieces together. You don't think that there's a, a board table uh, of Illuminati nope. that are making decisions behind the scenes? The, the answer to that question is... Do you think they got a group chat? And they say, hey, what are we going to do now? <laughs> They're on top. No, 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 but hold on, hold on. The answer to that is half yes. Okay. Of course there's a board meeting where powerful, rich people mm. are meeting up. But there's no induction. There's no name. You know how they always throw out the name like Rockefellers. And yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Rothschild. But that just means rich people and wealthy families, and those rich families have changed. You now have Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post. He wants to sell it. So actually. is he Illumin- in Illuminati? If you're if you're saying Illuminati as in a nebulous idea of the powerful elites who control the planet, yeah. yes, absolutely. Oh, Jeff Bezos in Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> what about Elon Musk? I would say yes. So, okay, so we have Bill Gates. I think we could throw him in there. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Bezos. Is Zuckerberg in there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey, I'd say yes, absolutely. Really? Even after? But but you got to understand, there's not 
a membership list. Right. If we're using Illuminati as a vague term to represent the most powerful people in the world okay. who meet with each other and decide how to move their chessboard pieces, of course all these people are playing the game. Are there good guys and bad guys? Yes. Yes. Elon Musk is in an interesting position. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? That's tough to say. He's got factories in China. He's defended China. He's posted good things about the Chinese Communist Party. But in the United States, he says good things about freedom. He pushes back he, uh, you know, on, on the establishment. He calls out Democrats. So a lot of people in the U.S. are cheering free speech, free speech, yay. But what about his business dealings in China? Yeah. I mean, I mean we're not we're not going to sit here and defend the Chinese Communist Party, but Elon Musk has said nice things about them. Hmm. Then you got to look. Powerful people, whether whether they intend to or not, make big moves. Yeah. Big moves. Yeah. So when I say Zuckerberg, Gates, what I'm basically saying is at the cream of the crop, the top of the top, these people, birds of a feather flock together. They're going to hang out. They're going to have similar ideas and similar experiences. They may not completely agree, but they can move mountains. So when we see big moves happening... People on the bottom say it's a conspiracy. They're plotting. And it's like, technically, that's true. Right. Wealthy, powerful, and uh, corporate and government elites are meeting together, are planning things together. But it's not like they wear dark robes and draw pentagrams on the ground <laughs> and then paddle each other to, to, to induct them into this Illuminati. While, while they're making the decisions, that kind of party happens after the decisions are made. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. There, there are those weird parties that yeah, happen. That's what I sure. mean. It's- what I'm saying is there may be groups that go to like Bohemian Grove, do that weird Moloch stuff, yeah. which I'm sure you've heard of. But the people, the Davos group people, mm. things like that. I know people who have gone to the World Economic Forum. Hmm. They do not regularly go to board meetings. They go once a year to hear what other people have to say, share their ideas. Mm -hmm. But if you get 2,000 corporate elites and government elites Mm -hmm. and they all start sharing their ideas together, it starts to to come together. Their their cycles start to synchronize, if you know what I mean. You know know who some people say is an Illuminati? Who? Tim Pool. In the Illuminati. Yeah, they say you're part of this group <laughs> of, of evil decision makers. Are you in the Illuminati temple? I'm putting not, you on the spot nope, right now. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm not. I guess, unfortunately. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, thought, I was about to ask you, well, can I get in? <laughs> no, no. Uh, interesting I? things happening with uh-huh. the decentralization of power and media and resources. So now you're ending up with companies that probably, much to the chagrin of these uh powerful elites who want to control things mm-hmm. you're getting people like us who are finding ways to navigate through the cracks and build power that is very hard for them to deal with so you're building like an alt illuminati yeah well no but maybe we should okay. i did say this on the show before i was like can't we do the opposite can't yeah. we have like a group of activists come together for meritocracy liberty personal freedom personal responsibility and then start like making books and giving them to schools and doing stuff like that you know what i mean well hotep nation that's what we involved with homeschooling well, I believe in homeschooling, but I'm saying yeah. make the Hotep book and get it in get it in schools. You're talking about counter propaganda, or just literally propaganda? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> counter revolutionary freedom propaganda. Yeah, I you, like that idea. You guys make the books, go to schools, and then tell the schools like you're not racist, are you? You're not okay. Then put our book in your curriculum, and the well, book will be like freedom, liberty, personal responsibility. Well, Uncle Hotep, what would you put in a book if we were to put a book out? And say, this is the most important thing we want to tell people or teach children, you know, especially with CRT, drag story time right now. What would you put in a book? What would I put in a book? Yeah, like what would be, you know, the one thing you think children need to 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Need to be taught to... Because I look at it as like counter-Marxism, right? Because that's really what's... Counter-revolutionary. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh-huh. You're, now you're talking my language. Yeah. You know what they need to put in it? What? The Grifter Hall of Fame. Hotep Jesus, number one. <laughs> there <it> Tomorrow. <laughs> right there. Thegrifties.com, Greatest right? grifter of all time. Vote for me. <laughs> Grifties.com. <laughs> Do you nominate yourself? You're like, I have to be on this list. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm in the site. I got access. Of course I dominated myself. I'm trying to win. I think I just got passed by... um, Damn, can you pull it up? Grifties.com? Can you pull up who's winning right now? I can. Pull that up. What is it? Grifties.com? Yeah, Grifties.com. G-R-I-F-T-I-E-S. No, uh, take out the... It's just Grifties. Oh, it's no the. No the. Yeah. Put put that up there. Let's see who's winning right now. (laughs) Eliza Blue? No, that's the newest nominee. Oh, that's nominees. the newest nominee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, 14. <laughs> Eliza Blue at 14. You're number two. Oh, you're, you're, you're number two. Oh. I'm number wow. one. Yes, you are. Shut up, Okusa. Who's, who's Chile DeCastro? I don't know. The Young Turks, number five. I'm impressed. Oh, no, no. It says, what is that? It says newest nominees, number five. What does that mean? I think oh, because they're groups. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is groups, too. Yeah, okay, groups. Oh, wow. Hotep Nation. Hotep's been told you. Hotep. You guys are trying. The Grifties is number one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, Reddit, look at this. Greta Thunberg's number three. You're than Greta. Damn. That's impressive. Uncle Hotep. Greta and Hotep. Hotep with it. Alex Stein, number nine. Crowder, <laughs> number 10. Eliza Blue is there at number 14. It's a new entry. Yeah. Volodymyr Zelensky at 12. Uh, Michael Rappaport's in there. Gruesome news. Look at that. All right. All right. Shades. Wow. I was on there at one point. I was pretty high up there, but I guess I got knocked off. You got to nominate Tim Pool. Nominate Tim Pool <laughs> right now on Grifties.com. I don't know if I deserve it, to be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. You do. You deserve it because I'm able to grift off of you. You are the grift god. <laughs> you make grifting capable or, or possible for a lot of people. Well, you you got to be acknowledged for your contribution. The grift to amplification. Grift culture. The grift economy. <laughs> Maybe culture. Next year, I might be able to make it. I, I, I do think, I got to be honest, I don't know if you should be number two. Why? I should be number one, right? <laughs> no, I don't know if you should be on the list at all. Why? Because I think making the grifties and talking about it is not grifting. I think it's the griftiest thing in the world to re- to win the grifties when you made it. That you yeah. made for yourself. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Wait, wait. Make if that you, point again you, you made? made actually, I shouldn't because what? Because you made this thing... But actually, that's the fact a good that thing. you're trying yeah. to win your own thing is that, the griftiest thing. That's, is, yeah. that's right. the best. Normally, you recuse yourself because yeah. it's your oh, competition. Yeah. But in this case, All right, you have gonna, to be in it. I'm we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member over at TimCast.com because we're going to have that members-only show coming up for you in about an hour, uh, hour and a half or so. It goes up around 11 p.m. And uh, generally, we just appreciate your support, your membership at TimCast.com. Makes all of this operate and helps us work. Smash that like button and let, let's uh, let's see what you got. Smokey Joe says, speaking of body doubles, Christine Collins' boy went missing in 1928. LAPD returned a boy that wasn't hers, then told her to try the boy out and had her institutionalized when she refused the boy. Yo, what? Wow. <laughs> what? I've heard that story before. Yo, that's crazy. Wild. 
Cassius Cam says, Hotep or die. Tim, hit me up if you need an intro. Uh, intro. They're here. They're sitting right next to me. Let's do it. Did you mean like an intro to the show? Yeah, he, he makes music. Cassius makes music. Yeah. Well, we should have a theme oh, song. Oh, right on. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. What is this? Shout out uh, to Cassius Cam. He makes the, he made the intro to Hotep's Been Told You. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Tyler Bratton says, I have a suspicion that this guy is a whistleblower. The way he said, don't tell anybody, made it seem like he knows he's being recorded. I could be wrong, but nonetheless, thank you, Project Veritas. Man, uh, this is a crazy story from Veritas. Internet breaking, top level. This is gonna, this is gonna lead to some stuff. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. All right. Athol Ironworks says, free the quartering. Eliza Blue is grifting off of real victims. Sad and disgusting. Yeah, Jeremy is uh, currently suspended from Twitter, as is Brittany Venti. And uh, I don't know too much about it other than they, they posted, do you guys know about what happened? They posted a, a photo, a, a still from a video or something, or the video, and then they got reported and taken down. Yeah. I don't know too much of the details. Mm, my but, understanding is they posted the video of Eliza and, and from back in the day when she'd made some kind of, it wasn't, she wasn't nude or anything, but it, she was fairly scantily uh, clad. And Jeremy... So. So uh, Jeremy was supposed to be on the show. I found out yesterday that he was not coming on the show. And what had happened was he was confirmed for the show initially. But then it was like something happened because I, I was talking to him directly. And he was like, I'll come out you know, this Wednesday. And we're like, yes. And this was like a month or two ago. And then he was like, hey, I can't actually make it out. Let's schedule an actually in advance. So we scheduled for the end of the month. And then Jeremy never got back to Cassandra, who does booking with any of the travel information. And she tried to reach out to him. I guess Jeremy said he flaked and he apologizes and that he just didn't get back in time. We book things pretty far in advance. So after a few emails, Cassandra didn't hear back. She was like, hey, if we don't hear back from you, we'll have to book somebody else. And then we ended up booking somebody else. But uh, Jeremy's welcome to come here anytime he wants. I told him, bro, you, you got to come out here. We're supposed to talk coffee, man. But uh, open invite. Obviously, we're, we're, we're booked up. Um, we, we book up decently far in advance, like a month and a half or so. Mm -hmm. So it kind of sucks that we couldn't get Jeremy out. But uh, anytime Jeremy wants to come on, we'll, we'll we'll try and figure out how to make it work. We do get cancellations sometimes. So Eliza Blue um, hosted, uh, she presented an award at the Grifties, I think 20, the, the first one, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, well, she might win one this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's on the list now. She's, she's, she's ranking up. I mean, people are spamming the chat and the super chat talking are about they? her. So. The, the yeah, chat is full of, yeah. of Britney Venti remarks about her body and, and uh, <laughs> Milk talking, or yeah, talking about the quartering and. Pop culture got a super chat about whatever's happening, and all of us looked at each other like we don't know what's going on. We're not the people to ask. The chat is thirsty for information about that. No, they want. They want. Here's the, a, they don't want talking. Here's a good one. Uh, Christina H says Caitlin Bennett is back on YouTube today after taking a year off to enjoy being a new mom. I wonder if we'll ever see her right here on Timcast. Oh, yeah, that's Gun sure. Girl. That's Gun, Gun Girl. Girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Whatever happened to her? She, she took was... a year off to be a mom. I guess. Oh, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. I like guns. She should come as long as she brings her baby. Like I, yeah. I want to see the baby. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. The baby got Maybe. guns? Probably. I, yeah, Probably. Hopefully. Hopefully. So like you, you get your baby you, when you're if born. If I get you, to hold her baby, she can come. Ask, you get a baby gun. Ask and then when you're old enough, they're like, this is your baby gun. And you open and it up. And then you get that like, video of that toddler that made everyone. Actually, think Ken, about you know that. about the 22 cricket, right? Oh, I know about the 22 <laughs> no, Hold on. Think about this. Think about this. This is a nice little tradition. You get a, a model from the year that you, the kid was born. It's their baby gun. And then when they're old enough, it's, you know, bequeathed to them. Oh. And then it's like, because think about this, it'll be 20 years later, or 18 years later, or maybe 16, depending on the laws with parental yeah. supervision. And you've got a 16-year-old, it's an old school, you know, older model. 
and then you're like as you're you're an adult it's your like signature weapon yeah yeah i like that uh, yeah it's cool yeah maybe i'll do that that's, that's like we're not literally gonna hand the baby a gun mm. of course media matters will write that we are but we're not <laughs> what we'll have is it'll be like locked in a shelf and we'll be like when you're old enough this is you know a 2024 model you know 1911 whatever manufactured by springfield i've yeah. heard of parents like buying like a bottle of wine that was like produced the year they're their, their kid is born and then like they gave the baby wine yeah definitely no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these parents are crazy no they'll save it to like you know their 18 or 21st birthday oh, okay. or like whatever yeah, you know. it's, it's aged as old yeah, as you are yeah it's like and hopefully it's not terrible it yeah, I like that I like this one. Oh wait, this is funny. Uh, Jason Dixon says, "Tim, Google placed a COVID nineteen information tab at the bottom of your video. I bet yeah. they were paid to do this by Big Pharma. I don't really care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, they put a tag on your video. I'm like, that's stupid. But who cares? Shout out to Google. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Coldy Lock says, "Hey, Tim, you talk about mandating gun ownership as a joke. Look up gun uh, gun law passed in 1792. Never repealed." It mandates 18 to 45 year olds purchase military style guns so they can be called upon for the militia. <laughs> so my, my bit was like, we should mandate gun ownership, mm-hmm. but not in the sense that we literally do. We propose bills forcing Democrats to negotiate down to people are allowed to have guns. Okay. You see what I mean? Okay. So we go to Congress and we say, mandatory, mandatory gun ownership. If you don't have a gun, you're in violation of the law. And they're going to be like, that's crazy. Let's settle on Anybody can buy a gun, but you don't have to have it. Fine. We'll repeal the NFA. Okay. That's mm. some 5D chess you're thinking right You all know it's funny. You all know it's funny. Yeah. Children have a right to keep and bear arms. Really? Yes. And you see, the, the, the issue that we're dealing with is that culture supersedes the law. And because we as a culture have decided children should not have guns, maybe because the power of guns, the danger of guns has, has exponentially gone up, we've now decided they can't. But hold on. Kids back in the day when the Second Amendment was written would be handed a musket to do to hunt. I went to oh, yeah. I went to um, and there are certain laws where they're like at 12 years old, you're allowed to wield a certain weapon as long as your parents are around. But I went to uh, I think it was uh, Stonewall Jackson's house, a house he used in the kitchen. This is amazing. They have a they have a, a smooth bore musket, 1828 or whatever. You know why? Ready to go. Because while they're cooking dinner, they'd open the back door Somebody would grab the musket and wait, blast a critter, and then walk out, grab the critter, and throw it in the stew. No joke. And I was like, what's the gun for? And they're like, oh, it's they open the door and just shoot something and eat it. It's the dinner gun. It's the dinner gun. And they would would have young kids using muskets. Granted, a a smooth bore, muzzle-loaded musket, very, very different from a semi-automatic Glock 17 or something. So I understand that. Yeah, but we call that that, that the supper semi. (laughs) But understand this. Just because technology changed doesn't mean our rights did. Yeah, okay. So if people have a problem with this and disagree, it has to be amended. We as a people have to codify that we recognize the evolution of technology changes things. But understand this, too. It is not controversial to say the First Amendment applies to children. That's a fact. So why wouldn't the second? What changed? Nothing in the law did. Statutorily, they just passed laws saying kids can't have guns anymore. Mm -hmm. But how do you supersede the Constitution in that way? For that that matter, how did they pass the NFA? The National Firearms Act literally does nothing but infringe our right to keep and bear arms. I mean, with the First Amendment, like, 
anyone from the beginning of time, the day they be, are born in America, they're guaranteed free speech. But we know that there's enough legal precedent set where, like, if you're in a public school newsroom, like, you're working with your school paper, like, the school is allowed to restrict your freedom of speech. It's allowed to restrict your freedom of press. There are legal precedents set up over time that... School, like, yes, but a child can walk outside and say what they want to say. Their free speech is protected. Sure, but this becomes an issue with social media, right? You'll have a kid post something, kid, they'll get in trouble at school. Are they, right. and this is like, as you're saying, like as technology progresses, we're continuing to battle over the thing. Technically they have free speech, but we are in but a state where we want to restrict and limit this. The greater this. point that Tim's making that, that is that we have neglected to adjust laws to reflect the way that society desires the right. laws to be. And the reason they the reason is because changing those laws is hard. Right. It's hard to change. So what I'm saying is that they're doing it through the court system. Yeah. And it's, like it, they don't need to go to the legislature and repeal a law. They just need to have a court case that says this is legal precedent. Yes, and that and that is something that we but that's you, called activist judges and that's something right. that we should should do our best to avoid. You can't have a judge be like, well, the constitution doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to let you don't want to allow judges to legislate from the bench. That's a terrible mm -hmm. idea. It's awful. That dilutes the 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 power of the of the the legislature f further than it already is. Let's read this one from Jeremiah Dobler. He says regarding dudes admitting crimes to Project Veritas, they don't believe what they're doing is wrong. Yes, I will counter that. Not true. The guy, as I'm told, physically attacked the Veritas crew, and I think it's because. He knows what he's doing is wrong, which is why he said, don't, we don't want to tell the public this. Don't tell anyone I told you. He knows what he's doing is wrong. But some, some of these guys don't. Some of them. They think they're them. good guys. Yeah, some you of know. them definitely, yeah. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, these narcissist freaks always out themselves thinking that they're bragging about how evil they are, hoping they'll score after the date. <laughs> I guess, you know, they, like women write letters to serial killers, man. Yeah. Maybe as these guys are thinking, like, I'm not at that level, but I can be evil. <laughs> Small say says James O'Keefe should walk out like Chris Hansen at the end of the date after they got the recording. Well, the reason that doesn't work is they have to review the recording first. Right. Like, yeah. like we were talking about what if some chick goes on a date with a Twitter employee and I bet it's happened and he's and they're like, so what do you do at Twitter? I'm a moderator. And what, what do you do? Do you ban like I heard like people ban conservatives? I don't know about all that. But you know what me and my friends are doing tomorrow? We're going to go see Harry Potter. Big marathon. <laughs> We're going to start by watching the first movie all the way to the eighth movie. Do you want to come? Yeah. No. I'm interested in your job. <laughs> oh, well, I don't really care about that. I'm an 11th level wizard in my Harry Potter club. <laughs> I want to see like, that I video. have a desert in my panty. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, that's what I get paid for. Got but just, just imagine the Veritas B-sides. I bet it's hilarious. Not only that, I bet James O'Keefe has actually uncovered things that are probably not in the public interest, but kind of. Mm. You know, like a guy saying something like, oh, my job at Twitter is to shovel like, you know, the crap off the floor in the bathrooms because the employees there are filthy and don't use the toilet. <laughs> and it's like, James is thinking like, I don't know if this is newsworthy. Right. It's just kind of gross. But then kind of like, we want to know these weird things that happen at these companies. It's we kind of kind of newsworthy. You know who, who uh, O'Keefe should hire who has a lot of experience with filming people undercover? Steven Crowder. 
<laughs> I'm playing, Steve. It's just a joke, man. I just had to get that one off, man. I'm just playing, man. Call me. I love to do a show on your channel, man. I just play, man. I just play. Daily Wire, I love y'all too, man. No shots, no shots, no shots. T-Rex Shot says, Project Veritas was savage when he got in the face of that New York Times reporter. Stop supporting woke pet stores like Chewy and Amazon. Support freedom-loving T-Rex Pet Shop. I'm writing that down right now, and I will. But uh, my question is, do they have the uh, kidney medicine? Oh, true. Yeah, Bocas is on a special uh, kidney medicine. Will, will he still need it after the stem cells? Well, we don't know if the stem cells are going to work. Yeah. So, but if they did work, would he still need the other medication? I got a kidney yeah, no, probably form. not. Holler at me. I got a kidney form. No, right the problem here. is I give mine to he's got a bad heart. So we, he can't get... I, I asked him about a kidney transplant, and uh -huh. they said his heart's no good. Oh, damn. He wouldn't yeah, so the surgery? So here's what I... I Has we, he ever we, visited Pfizer? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the... the, the Look, he's a gutter cat, right? He was okay. a rescue. Yeah. Okay. And so it probably happened as his mom ate garbage mm -hmm. and then got knocked up by another cat that ate garbage. Yeah. And then gestated a cat by eating garbage. Oh, this is, from birth, he's had this problem. So mm. we didn't know this, but he was a rescue. We got, uh, we got him when he was relatively young, I think maybe six months to a, a, eight months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's about four years old now, I think, he starts slowing down. He's not jumping and playing anymore. Oh, okay. He's getting skinnier. And then one day he just slumped over and we were like, something's wrong. And he was anemic. His, oh, his red blood cell count was, was near death. Damn. And uh, we saw him falling over. And if we didn't, he'd mm -hmm. probably be dead by now. Mm. Brought him to the doctor that said his kidneys are failing. They're too small. They can't support this adult cat. They're underdeveloped. Yeah. He probably wasn't getting proper diet when he was a kitten. He was eating garbage. And then his heart has a valve defect, a genetic defect. And they said, we're sorry, these things happen. So we don't know if the stem cell therapies is going to fix the kidney problem because they're underdeveloped as it is. Okay. But we're going to try. Yeah. And we, we, we asked them about a kidney transplant. What they do is there's a cat that they're going to euthanize because there's too many cats. And they say, okay, if you adopt it, we take the kidney from one cat, we give it to the other cat. You, you have to take care of them both. And they have okay. to go on a special kidney diet. Okay. And it's like kind of brutal for the cat that's going to get killed. Like we're taking your kidney or you die. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, they're going to kill it. It's like, what do we do? Well, they got Don Lyle, so they be all right. <laughs> well, hopefully. Sure. We'll see what happens. Bocas has been very spry. He's been getting intravenous fluids. Uh, not intravenous, uh, subcutaneous fluids. Okay. And he's been getting a, a red blood cell medicine, but the red blood cell medicine is now unavailable. Damn. So it's bad news. Yeah. And it's going to take a Why few weeks. Why is that unavailable? Because the economy's collapsing. I don't know. Ask Joe Biden. <laughs> you can't get anything. It's crazy. <laughs> Like the reason our, our new headquarters has been delayed by like a year is because materials are insane. It's insanely yeah. hard to get. We can't even get the internet. It's been over a year. And Comcast is like, the materials to build the internet don't exist. Have a nice day. No joke. Internet where? So where we are in West Virginia, we have to actually have them come out and lay internet in the ground. Oh, damn. We're, we're, we're legit developing in a rural area. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bring... Uh, this is technically like Area 52. You know, it's I knew you was an Illuminati. Yo. We have a big building. We have a we have a forty a forty foot building, and you can see it. Yeah. So all the people around are like, "What the is going on here?" Yeah. Like, there's this massive building, and so uh, just a big ass building in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And here's a funny thing: we're going to be skateboarding in it. Mm. We got a studio for production and a space for skateboarding and other activities and fun shenanigans, movies and music. So apparently, what happens is one of the guys working on the project is probably having a drink at a bar and someone asks, what's that crazy building? He says, oh, actually, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's some guy who does like a podcast who wants to like skate inside or something. And they're like, skate? And he's like, yeah. So then this person goes to their friend and says, 
some guy's going to be like skating around in it and they were like skating around in it that's so weird and then they go online and say why is a rich guy building a private skating rink yeah. and now they're imagining all of us going in circles with roller skates <laughs> oh I thought they thought it was an ice skating rink for a while like, I thought it was roller skates I don't know which one I want, yeah. I want Hotep Jesus to do, to do the first couple skate with me at the new place <laughs> hell no I don't do that shit I'm sorry Let's read some more. Let's read yeah, some Uncle more. Had to do it. TN says, directed EV might not work like they want. The virus will evolve randomly. And if an, if an escape mutant emerges in the lab, there's a very slim chance it will be the same escape mutant in the population. Mm. This is why I don't believe him. When he's like, oh, the idea is to mutate the virus so that we can make vaccines. It's like, well, I get the idea that you can direct the evolution of the virus through yeah. gain-of-function research style things. Yeah. But in the wild... It's going to be random, and you're going to be like, we didn't plan for that one. Yeah. Like, yeah, if there's you know 18, turn out. Yeah, there's 18 billion variant possibilities, you think the one you chose is going to be it? I don't think so, man. Of course, man. These guys are smart, man. Pfizer knows what they're doing. You got to back off, Tim. This, oh, yeah, This yeah. alt-propaganda, you know, this alt-Illuminati you're thing. You're against Alt-Illuminati thing? Yeah. Yo. You want in? Is this the big pharma grift? This is the big pharma grift. Baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm auditioning. Lupe, call me. You want, you want, you want to be a member of the alt-Illuminati? I'm thinking about it. I, I'm, I'm going to the highest bidder. I know you got money, so you know we definitely could work something out. Just don't give me no Daily Wire contracts. And Daily Wire, I'm just joking. <laughs> Big boss bet. I'm just joking. Just jokes. I'll take that contract that you sent to Crowder. I'll take that. <laughs> you can send me that exact one right now. <laughs> you got no shame, man. Grifties.com. <laughs> Me. You're trying to get number one. I, I love you. Year. I love you so much. <laughs> Pause. Um, <laughs> that's, that's your second warning. <laughs> Third time I'm pulling the Kanye and I'm walking out of here. He's really friendly. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm not getting up. It's just I'm phobic. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's read some more. Let's read I'm some sorry. more. We got, I'm sorry, Tim. But yes, if, got, you're, if you're in it, I'm I'm down. All right, let's do it. Bad B says Tim is right. I live in a Democrat city. I saw military teams come into the city. Trump was getting ready to do what Tim said. Maybe, maybe. All right. Samuel Latcher says, or is it Lacker? Guys, please contact your reps to not just shoot down the ATF ruling but actually gain ground in fortifying our God-given rights. They do listen. Ask for no less than abolishing the ATF and repealing the NFA and GCA. 100%. Agreed. Uh, yeah, guys, I, I recommend you do. Send a letter out to your reps. Call them up. It does work. The uh, The nonprofits on the left do this thing where they go out in the streets in, in a downtown area and they say, do you want to help save the environment? Yes, fill out this postcard. That's all you got to do. They have 100 people do it. They get everyone to do 10 postcards. Now, one day, politician walks into his office and there's a stack on his desk of all of these postcards signed by people demanding change. And he goes, holy crap. And that gets their attention. And then they say, okay, okay, this is what people want. This is what people want from us. So that kind of stuff does work, man. Mm. It's not like it's a guarantee. You just got to do something. Yeah. All right. Jimmy Ray says, in one sentence, you say the media would be forced to report on the White House church getting burned down. And the next, you point out nobody knows about the last two years in Atlanta. Yes, because I said it's called wait. The uh, Antifa lunatics in a forest in Atlanta is not the White House. If the White House was set ablaze, it would be international news. If a forest has a handful of Antifa shooting at cops, local news just doesn't talk about it. But imagine what would happen if Antifa broke down the fencing and stormed the White House. Yeah, that would be international headlines. 
Yeah. Headlines everywhere. Yeah. That'd be epic footage. You're right. The weight. It would be it would be the five to nine insurrection. There'd be committees. The DOJ would start raiding the homes of far leftists. Sure. Sure. We can finally get some answers. Yeah. Wes Eisman says, Tim, have you heard about the Pelosi Act that was submitted today? I think Hannah Claire mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. The not stock trading thing. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's specifically between spouses. And I think it was Holly who introduced it. Uh, I, who knows when it'll be passed, if ever. But I'll definitely keep an eye on it. Here's a I, good one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Good. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. JMK says, why do you insist on dying on the Damar Hamlin Hill? What do you seriously have to gain if you are right? Are, are you implying that Damar, Damar Hamlin actually was at the, 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 the venue and that it is an extreme position to be like, I don't trust the media? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Do you guys think that was Damar Hamlin? No, nah, man, that's a body double. <laughs> it was crazy. What do you have to gain by saying that? They they created a clone in Wuhan. More <laughs> viewers at the Grifty tomorrow. <laughs> Grifties.com. <laughs> Vote for De- nominate Damar Hamlin for a Grifty. Grifty.com. I don't know what's going on with Damar Hamlin. I just know we ain't get a good shot of him that yeah. day. I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, he got a mask on and a hoodie. Uh-huh. Then we get yeah. the snowy scene and I'm like, we see everybody else clear but him. And I'm like, yeah, he grifting. Yeah. yeah. If it's not him, he's, he's got a good grift going. And I can't hate, you know, I'm not a hater. I don't hate on the grift. So if he grifting, hey, DeMar, man, I wouldn't show my face for the next year. I'd be showing up to like speaking engagements he's with like a mask building, on and yeah. whatnot. He's building suspense for himself. He like, is. It's not. It's not this is great marketing. Thing. Right. It's, yeah. it, it works. I, I stand by. The announcer said we talked to like his family or whatever. He needs oxygen. And then whoever walked around, no oxygen in sight. So I don't really understand. Yeah. They missed a key detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy to die on this hill. That's time to me. <laughs> I can't wait until people say I got a body double. <laughs> don't need that important. The other thing is, you were talking about facts and evidence. Why not just take a picture of him with his face out? Like, because mm-hmm. well, I think the media is just trolling that. That we talked about on the yeah. show. They could be trolling. The media could be trolling with this. We gotta be careful. Why? Wouldn't what it be kind of awesome? explain that theory to yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Though? Because then it makes then they can then they can, they can pull out tomorrow, like maybe a couple weeks from now, like ha. See all you people, crazy conspiracy theorists. They're wrong. They're crazy and stuff like that. You know. So I think I kind of think that they're it's a setup. To say it's that a like setup. we're wrong. Setup. Like I, I think he's alive. I just don't think that was him. Right. Okay. So if they pull him out later, am I wrong? Did they get me? Well, I think what the what what the, the, the unk saying is, you know, they're gonna try and you know put their foot in this, yeah. right, to make it seem like you know build the buzz, build mm-hmm. the hype, not really show him. And make you say those accusations, make you say those things like, no, he's deceased, whatever, whatever. So they can mm. come back later and discredit you and say, aha, look what the temple Illuminati said. You know what I mean? I don't know if I get to be in the Illuminati. I think it might just be Tim. I'll work my way in. <laughs> no, Phil's there. He's green. It's, it's men. It's men only. It's cool. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, unless, you know, Phil or... Anybody else wants to identify in any way they want, you know, then it can be for anybody. I think, it's cle- I think it's clear the way that I identify. All right, we got this. It from- is clear. After the last two uh, <laughs> strikes you had, it's clear. Your new pronouns are she, her. Brad Vitali says, if we're just another republic that's falling to corruption, we can help the world by exposing why this keeps happening. Good conversation. Here, here, man. All right, let's see what we got. You got a lot of conspiracy theories following you. That's right, too many, too many, man. Oh, my. And then Media Matters are going to write that. Yeah. Hotep Jesus confirms Tim Pool's audience is nothing but conspiracy theories. This is bad for my PR. I don't know if I'm coming back. Oh, <laughs> will, you send, good oh press. will you send You've a body been, double you're, next you're, time? You're publicly inducted in the Alta Illuminati, bro. There's no getting out now. Am I? No one ever said you could leave. You could join, but... 
I, I can't get out? No, no, you're in for life. So, you know what? I quit. It's all yours. <laughs> now it's just you. I am the new leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Hey, hey this, is, this is actually a trick people would do on Facebook. It's really funny. You used to be able to add anybody you wanted to a group. Mm-hmm. And so people would do this trick where they would create a group called like, you know, I, I I like pineapple pizza. Yeah. Add you to it. Yeah. Make you the leader, and then quit. And then quit. Yeah. And then you would be, and you wouldn't notice. <laughs> and then one day someone would notice you're like, you're the leader of this group. But but people would put you know worse things than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's All right. Robert Bradbury says grifting is forgetting your beliefs and changing the political beliefs of the wind. Joe Biden is number one. Damn. Yeah, basically, Joe Biden's just. But nobody nominated everything. him. I didn't see his name on the his list. His name's not up yeah, there. We got to nominate. Grifties.com. Go nominating. How is Biden not on the Grifties? Well, you know, there's an internal committee, but we try to be democratic, right? So obviously, we're going to grift. We're going to put the hoteps up there, but the rest is on the audience. You know, yeah. we don't have we don't have any say so. And if they're saying he's been grifting his whole career, it may not seem like this year he needs to be nominated, right? Yeah. But there's a, there's yeah, a, there is some discretion there. Yeah. Like you can't just nominate anybody. It's like, nah, you know, he hasn't Who been relevant this, this year. year. Was right younger. this year I think Joe Biden could definitely has he has potential yeah, sure. potential yeah alright let's see what we got he's got Hall of Fame potential Caesar Augustus says Tim I came in late but I haven't heard you say Civil War yet if it's going to <laughs> pop off I promise it happens in Arizona well it may be but the one thing you can do is smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member over at TimCast.com we're going to start recording that members only uncensored show we'll have it up for you in about an hour so don't miss it as a member, you're supporting all the work we do here, all of our writers, journalists, all of the crazy personalities, plus our cultural endeavors. So please become a member to watch that show and so much more. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally everywhere at Timcast. Does the Hotep crew, you guys want to shout anything out? Grifties, tomorrow, tomorrow, grifties.com, youtube.com slash Hotep Nation. We are dropping the Grifties. Tim Cast IRL is there. We got special guests, Alex Stein, Chrissy Mayer. Oh, you guys are going to absolutely love this one. Of course, Cannon Hotep, Uncle Hotep. And then right after that, Hotep's been told you. Uh, tune in at 8 p.m. on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hotep Jesus. What do you got, Uncle Hotep? Plus, Cannon Hotep, come over here if you want to shout anything out. No, um, tune in. Hotep's been told you every Thursday, um, 8 o'clock. And also, I, uh, Uncle Hotep Factor every Sunday, 8 o'clock. Uh, check us out. Right on. On YouTube? Canon. On YouTube. YouTube.com slash Biggest lean, lean, lean down so you can see yourself. You can see yourself in the camera. <laughs> Mama made it. <laughs> 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 no, you can catch Cannon Speaks every Monday at 9 o'clock uh, p.m. Jay and Cannon Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Also, we got the Hotep's Been Told You after party that comes on directly after Hotep's Been Told You. That's the Cannon Hotep YouTube channel and Cannon Hotep Rumble channel. Right on. I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. Thank you guys for watching tonight. You should follow TimCast News on Twitter. You can see my work. You can see work from all of our journalists, Shane Cashman, Chris Carr, everyone who's excellent. Uh, you can follow me personally on Instagram at HannahClaire.B, and you can follow me on Twitter at HC Brimlow. Thank you guys so much. I am uh, Phil That Remains. The band is All That Remains. Uh, all That Remains on YouTube. All That Remains HQ on Twitter. Phil that remains on Twitter. Phil that remains official on Instagram. Give me a follow. And I am at Surge.com. This is a good one. Thanks for coming out, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure being here. Good right on, man. We will see all of you over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.